What's going on, everybody? Welcome, 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 welcome to the Opinionated Brother Podcast with your boy Devontae, episode 72, man. Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> My peoples, what's happening with you? And you know we got a special guest this month, because like I said, in the spirit of Women's History Month, I have oh. a I have a great, great, great special guest okay. with me right now. Um... I've met this woman, what, maybe like two or three years ago? Has it yeah, been I like that? Say two years ago. Two years ago. And we have bonded so closely. Yes. Over these past two years. Grad students in the same organization. Um, I don't know what else to say about this woman right here. Like, literally, strength, grace. Like, I, 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 say, I say this about all the women because... They have that in common. Mm-hmm. All the women that I, I've come in contact with that I really, that I really, really care about have that strength and grace and um, intelligence and just, just all out poise about themselves. So, um, opinionators, my listeners, I want y'all to give a round round of applause for Miss Brittany Underwood yes. is on the show Thank today. What's popping? What's up, though? What's going on? You feel me? Now, now, listen. Me and me and me and Brittany are fellow Detroiters from the three one three. Now, she was born and raised there. I was yes. I was more so raised there. I, you know, I was born in Florida. It, it's in your heart. That's cool. But it's in my heart. It's was raised there from two years old. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So straight Detroiters. So we we connected right off bands off that. Like you already know it three one three in the house it, it in Grand was, Rapids. You know we gonna connect. It was destined. It was destined. And when we met, she she's a um um uh, she works for the um. Office of Multicultural Affairs at Grand Valley State University. Actually, office. you know what? First of all, I let me shut up because y'all know how I do this. I let my guests gas gas themselves. Okay, you all understand right. what I'm saying? So you go you. ahead and let the world know. You let my people know who you are. You go ahead. Okay, what's up, everybody? Um, thank you for having me on the show. No time. problem. I no problem. No I thank problem. you so much. Like he said, we bonded quickly. Yes. Like after a few months, it was yes. like, okay, that's my dude. That's, that's my, my that's my girl you know? right there, man. Um, for but sure. like he said, I work at the Office of Multicultural Affairs. So shout out to the office. You hey. know what I'm saying? We be having a good time up in there. If you ain't never been, uh, you miss it out. Man. You know what I'm saying? If you at Grand Valley. So um, yeah, I came to Grand Valley in 2017. Graduated from. Kentucky State University. Shout out to Cash. Hey, hey, okay. Hey. Um, and I'm just so happy to be on the show. So happy to talk about these great topics that Ty got for us. And we about to get it cracking. Listen, man. <laughs> I want it now. Now this is the same Brittany, right? That I wanted on the show when I was talking about the HBCU yes, stuff. I wanted to right? be here. Oh my god. And I was so hurt for a minute because I was like, ah, oh, no, because it was it was such a perfect like we had it so perfect, but she had she you know life and plans happen, you know what I'm saying? And I it was, was and it was so all good. Upset that I missed the and show. it was all good at the end of the day because it was a great show at we the end have of the day. To, like bring it back, one definitely, time. definitely. Did you get um what you call it to be on the show? I didn't. I didn't. So I called him. I called him. I called him, and like I said, like I said on that show, I was like, I called him to see. If he wanted to get on the show, mm-hmm. um, 
you know, he said that, you know, he had other plans and everything like that, but he'll let me know. He never let okay. me know. So I, I see I, him around now. So I, that's what I'm saying. Should, so, I mean, I, I'll, I'll reach out again. But like I said, I know how people are when it comes to these type of things. Right. You understand what I'm saying? You. When you, even me being in this type of environment, I'm like, you have to be, you, you kind of got to, I, I will always try to be as respectful as I can. Right. But knowing the job that I have as a kind of journalist, not even kind of, but like literally as a journalist in a way, um, I have a, you know, a duty kind of to get the story, you yeah. know, but I want to go I mean. about it. Exactly. But I want to go about it as, as respectfully as I can. And if I know you mm-hmm. and if you did something, yeah. I would want you to come on this platform right. to say your means exactly. then to go on somebody else's platform and to just, you know, just say your means and then they get it. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Like that's, that's not what I wanted, you know? So when if if people you know if if I have people that I know out there that are having scandals and everything like that, please, <laughs> please, if if you if you have a scandal out there because listen literally you know a lot of a lot of people that I know like you know have like little Mindy scandals mm-hmm. and we don't talk about those you understand right, what I'm saying right. but you know it's it's, hush, it's hush. yeah this on a hush hush you mm-hmm. know so it's it's just like you know I'm not going to talk about things that are not relevant to the community. And that was very relevant it, to it the. Is. It still it's is. It's, it's it's still a relevancy to the community it, because it HBCU is. students versus PWI students is a is a is a is a swept under the rug thing that we don't talk about. Right. And um, like I said, I will bring Brittany on a show again before she graduate graduates or if she's staying in Grand Rapids to talk about that because she is from uh, Kentucky State and that's yeah. an HBCU. She's a, she's an HBCU graduate. So. Um, like I said, it would the conversation would have been on a whole totally different topic with her sitting right here. So we will be bringing that show uh, gotta, back. We gotta bring it. We, back. we gotta one bring it back one, one time, time. One time. You know what I'm saying? Period. So y'all, we have a great show for y'all this week. We, we're we're gonna we're, we're gonna get literally into it this week. We're gonna talk about um, our MVP of the week. Our MVP of the week right now is Miss Paris uh, Ritter. Miss um, Paris Ritter is one of my Alpha Kappa Psi brothers. Okay. Um, she is what I call an old OG. Um, <laughs> not an old OG, but she's an OG for an sure. OG. Um, literally an OG in my eyes. Um, she currently, I believe, works for um, a Detroit public school that oh. literally just graduated 100%. Oh, of she their works sink. for that school? She works for that school. Oh, yeah. She's an OG for real. Then. You feel me? So for me, I know I know my MVPs of the week have been coming, you know, a dime a dozen. I was like, I gotta get her in this right, in this episode because right. I'm like, she she's been an MVP of the week for a long time, and I'm like, I couldn't get her fit in yeah. into every show. So I was like, she has to be in there because awesome. what she's doing over there in Detroit, and a lot of people, and and I have to shout out some more people, and I will later on in the show when we talk about it a little bit more, but. Just to just to know that you have somebody that you really really look up to and admired for yeah. real, and they're doing that work. It, it's it's it, it, it's ridiculously amazing. And, and doing that work in a in a place that don't get that type of recognition. Exactly you know, because DPS is just you know people already have has lost faith yeah. in the DPS system, which yeah. it's understandable, but. It's like to see something like that, especially being a product of DPS. Man. Like, you know, I went yeah. to DPS schools to see something like that. It's like magnificent. It's amazing. And I went to DPS schools. Um, I was in DPS for about 
elementary school up until about little middle school mm-hmm. and um we i went to pc prep like middle school like sixth grade eighth grade mm-hmm. and then went to university high school in ferndale okay so my mama tried to take me out of the dps environment right. real quick because it's understandable mm-hmm. the teachers at that time were not you know caring about the students the students weren't caring about themselves or the teachers shit it was just it was chaotic when i was there shit they, they, it was chaotic when i, was I know it's <laughs> you are listen you talking about gang banging gang banging you know what i'm saying like, you feel me? Like my cousins went to Mumford and uh, Highland Park High, fam. Like I, I North knew it. Lemon, fam. You know All of them. You family. know what I'm saying? Linwood. We used to. I, okay. Okay. No. I'm telling you. No. The buses. Yeah. Uh, you talking about getting home at 8 p.m.? Come on now. <laughs> okay. Come so on the now. The next day. I'm just no. saying. No. They don't know the Woolworth <laughs> bus to the Puritan bus to get home. Exactly. I'm just saying. Like it, it was, it was, it was something, and that's why we bonded here. Yeah. But the opinionated topic of the week, where we're going to talk about in the se- uh, second half of the show, is self care and self love. Now, y'all know I'm a big, 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 <laughs> big advocator for self love and self care. I feel like that is the most important thing it that is. you have to do. Before you get into any type of relationship with anybody else. Oh, yes. And it's constant, right? You're you're, you're sitting here working on yourself every day. And what I love about Brittany is she's never shy about who she is. You understand what I'm saying? Like, y'all, if, if y'all know, I bring people on the show that's, that's not shy about saying anything. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Because when I meet people and you're shy about saying something to my face, you're shy about saying something on the damn mic. Exactly. You understand what I'm saying? Exactly. And when you're not shy about saying anything in front of me, and I say, oh. Oh, oh, hell yeah. yeah. Because now you have that particular mindset where, you know what, I'm not going to say anything, but you know I could. Right. You know, right. I, but but she's never shy of saying it, you know? Yeah, I mean, I learned early on, like, you know, you got to speak your pieces Absolutely. On, your, on your space in this world. You Absolutely. know what I'm saying? It's, that's the only way that you can live. And people will pass you up really quick Ask. if you ain't got nothing to say. You, you hear ain't me? got nothing to show. You just like every other average Joe. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That rhyme. Nah, yeah, come, on, come on. Come on, Bart. That was a Bart. That was a Bart. Yeah, like I think that self-care is very important. It and is. And it's, it's a continuous thing, like you said. It's not something that stops when you are happy. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people feel like that. And I think, and I think you were, I feel like to me, you were, you were a great representation of that. It's especially being... Um, a plus size woman, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people will come and attack you, especially me knowing yeah. being back, being hefty, yeah. hefty back then. <laughs> like, come on, like, yeah. I understand. So it's just like when you living in your truth, and I see you on Snapchat being yeah. sexy and shit. And you better and I'm say, not I said, oh, I said, wait a minute. <laughs> I said, wait. I said, oh, oh, and wait a minute, y'all. Like, like, let, like, let me be honest with y'all. Y'all know I'm a PNA brother. Hold up. So, I've seen Britney go out, right? Okay? She, I, I've seen Britney go out, and she can fuck it up, okay? Hey. And when I tell you these African dudes be trying to get it. <laughs> Don't be trying to I just told you. I just told Listen, listen, listen. I swear to God, y'all. I was like, I was in the club. If you need anybody to hype your head up, you better ask Tyler to do it. Because he will do it. Listen, all I'm speaking is truth. 
Hey, and I, I hide and that. I hide truth. And that's why I have friends like you in my circle because you <laughs> need that type of man. Energy. You, you know have to. Mean? You have to. I hide truth, and the truth is, Brittany got game. Hey. Okay. I appreciate that. Brittany got game. Brittany got game. And that in New York. Stop. Stop it now, because I done talked about it for three weeks. You hey. better. You better stop. They. I know that your fans already know what's going on with that. You know what? But I. I didn't. You. But listen, I didn't even. I didn't even think about it like that when I went out there. Mm-hmm. I thought about it like you know this is an experience for me because New York is so fucking big. It is. You know what I'm saying? And so much culture. And I was looking on a Netflix. Um, I was watching a Netflix documentary mm-hmm. uh, called Rapture, and it uh, broke down like. You know, different rappers, rappers, different hip hop rappers like T.I. and 2 Chainz and everybody. Oh, cool. And I was watching one with, um, uh, what's that man name? God damn. Who did the song with Cardi? Fuck him, man. I get some money. What's that damn name? <gasps> what? Fuck him, then I get some money. What's that damn oh. rapper name? I forgot. Oh, shit. Shit. Anyway, um, I, I forgot. Too. But, oh, oh, uh, 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 damn. Uh, oh, ASAP? No, not, no. Oh. <laughs> Not like, ASAP. I mean, ASAP was in the song, but it was a the white boy. What's his name? I don't know. Oh I shit! Know. Oh my G Easy G Easy. Now he got the easiest name in the world. That's a damn. I'm sorry, G. Damn, you know. I'm, I'm so not, sorry, I'm not good with the rappers. I'm so I'm sorry, G Easy. I'm so, me too. Sometimes, but you know what, G Easy? I'm so sorry. But yeah, he went to Brazil, and there was a city or like a state in Brazil that had 21 million people damn 21 million people now think about that in new york new york probably got like five new york has eight million eight million right mm-hmm. eight million people in new york 21 million people yes. in that state of brazil what crazy i'm sitting there like yo fam crazy like you can only get your voice heard so much right and like the, the it's just so crazy how it was going to New York, and I'm just like, you could, you could, you could feel voices coming out of mm-hmm. everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like the spirit of New York was just amazing, and it's just like I will be definitely going back for my podcasting conference and festival, the Afros and Audios podcasting conference. That dope as fuck. It's it's their first conference, and I was really excited about it because they put it out last year, and they were like, yeah, we're coming out. In uh, June 2019, I'm like, dog, I really want to go. Oh, that this will dope. be my first conference. And it was just my luck that, you know, our, my friend Patrick was like, yeah, let's go to um, let's go to New York for my birthday. I'm like, bet, let's go. And uh, we went. And it's just my luck again. That I'm just like, I'm very observant when I get to a new city, mm-hmm. especially the city that I like for real. And New York just won my heart over. So... I'm I'm low key studying when I'm on the trains. I'm looking up, studying yeah. like the stops and how shit. How to get around? I'm looking around like I'm more of a a land person okay. than a street name. Yeah. You understand what I'm like saying? Like, yeah. So if you tell me to go by the uh, New York uh, Institute of Technology, I know that's in Brooklyn. Yeah, I know that's right off the bridge, right. and I know where to go. If you tell me to go to the uh, the mall in Brooklyn, but I know where that that that's at. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? So. I can piece together a little bit now, right. and I know where to stay now for the conference. So everything is going to be yeah, so dope. much better. You I'm gotta just gotta let me know how that goes for you because that sounds like I'm excited. a great conference. I'm like, it really I, like my excitement 
it's so hype because I'm so nervous that I noticed their first conference and I wanted to be hyped for them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to be hyped for them. So I'm coming up in there with energy off bands. Yeah, and you're gonna make great connections too. Oh, I'm so it's excited. the first. It's the you know first. I'm, like, I'm so you'll excited. To, you'll be a part uh, of that first conference. You'll I will have all those connections, those sponsors. I'm so excited. Yes. I'm so excited. I'm excited for you. Thank you. I'm excited See, for this you. Is why, this is why you have friends like this yes. in your corner. You gotta keep your you gotta Period. keep your hype friends in your circle, man. So, to. let's get into the show really quick. Okay. Let me quick rant. Let me recap my week in quick rant because I have to I have to quick rant real quick. Um, let me say this. I made a general statement on Facebook. Um that um I'm giving my energy the same energy that you give me, I'm going to give you. Oh, preach. Okay. Um now I don't know who this is meant for and I really don't give a damn. Okay, but what I'm telling you is that do not expect the same energy from somebody who is literally like literally siphoning your energy. You understand what I'm saying? There is no way, absolutely no way that you are asking me to continue to give 110 percent when you're giving me just sick like 40 Anything less than 110. Anything less. I don't give a damn if it's 99. Exactly. Listen, that's some, that's, and that's part of self-care right there. Hello. Learning when to let go of stuff when people ain't giving you the same energy. If you ain't matching my shit, it's a wrap. And that's in friendships. That's in relationships. That's in marriage. That's in business. That's in politics. But we don't understand that. You understand what I'm saying? At all. So on my end, let me say this now. If you expect me. To give you the same energy when you know that you haven't been uh, giving that same energy back. Don't expect it. Because I'm so petty. I'm so mm-hmm. petty. To the point where when I tell you that you haven't been giving the same energy and you still keep doing it. I'm so petty to the point where I will drop my energy to a 5%. Oh, and yeah. give you 5% while you're giving me 50 Which feels like 100 to you. Right. Exactly. Okay. Which feels like a hundred to you, and now you're pissed at me. Oh no, 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 no! Because now you're upset because I'm not doing the things that oh that I once did and that you didn't appreciate. Nah, fam. Yeah, I give you one shot. If fam. you don't give, you don't give me that same energy. I'll let you know. I communicate that with you because I want communication. Period. But if you don't change that, it's then rap, don't fam. expect nothing from me at that point. Don't expect it's it. a wrap. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. It's a Easy. wrap. Like a lettuce, fam. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't ready for that. I'm just saying, <laughs> it's a rap like lettuce, fam. Like no, I'm for real. like for real because we had a point to. I literally feel myself changing. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I feel myself changing every day, and I don't know what it is, but and and I and I equate this with my walk in faith and my walk with God. Like I know that a lot of people are not going to be ready for my elevation. You right. understand what I'm saying? Not and everybody not, gonna come. Exactly. And not everybody is ready to move. Yes. Right? Yes. It's a lot of people that is in your corner right now that are not ready to move with you because they're still getting themselves together. Or they're fearful. Exactly. They're fearful to be able to move. And you ready? And you gotta take that leap of faith. Not everything is gonna be ready for you. You know what I'm saying? Not every, You're not gonna be packed up ready to go. Hello. You're not gonna be 
physically Say that. ready. Sometimes you have you're gonna be scared. That's okay. That's a part of the process. But a lot of people feel like when they elevate that they're gonna be absolutely one hundred percent ready to elevate. Mm-hmm. They're gonna feel ready, and not everything has that feeling of ready. Exactly. Everything is not ready. So I'm just it, it's just a quick little rant. Like literally, I'm tired of people literally just giving their energy to others that are not deserving of that energy. You have to recognize when to say no. You have to recognize when to let go. You have to recognize that this shit that you're putting yourself through is your fault, Mm -hmm. not the other person's, because they live in okay, sleeping good, (sighs) chilling, Mm -hmm. while you're wrecking your brain over somebody who's not wrecking their brain over you. Mm -hmm. And I don't just mean this because a lot of you... We'll take this as, oh, this is a relationship sense. No, this is your friendship. Yep. I, I don't know how many times I've said, if your friend lets you walk out the house looking all types of what the fuck ever, that's not your friend. That, your that friend. is somebody who just wants your clout. Stop. Stop being friends for clout. For and real. start being friends for friendship. Mm-hmm. For honesty. For communication. And to see somebody grow. Because I don't, I, I have a lot of people that I've pushed away into the distance and love you from a distance because you need to get yourself together. You're not, you're no not, word. you're not going to be able to ride my ride. Yes, preach that. And you want to know something else? Those people who aren't give you that same energy, when you decide to let them go, they're not going to go willingly. Hello. A lot of those people are still going to be upset. Let them be upset. It's not your problem. Period. It's not your problem that someone else is upset. They haven't matched your energy. You still need to let them go. Just because they're mad doesn't mean that they are right. What right? What you gonna do? Right. Be. I mean, they can be mad. That don't mean you right. Right. Mad don't mean right. Exactly. I just wanted to let that know. But yeah, I just wanted to go on a quick rant. Uh, that's it. Recap the week though. The week was good. Uh, can't complain. Um, yeah. Uh, this was the first week that I like had. What, like, no second job for real? Okay. And it felt great. It so felt you got amazing. to relax more. Yeah, like, okay. I got to put more focus into the shit that I wanted to do, and that was weird for a minute. Ooh, that I was, was like, that, I know that's a great feeling. I had to I take that in. I had to take that weekend. I was like, ooh. I was like, dang, I like this. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So, um, shout out to my job at Grand Valley. Um, I love all of them in there. They're dope. Um, how was your week? Was your week good? My week was actually pretty good, like, it was less stressful at, than, than last week. Amen. So, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling yes, good. Yes, yes. All right, let's get into it. All right. So, let's talk Amanda Seals really quick. Um, so, I believe you know who Amanda Seals is. Yes, I do. Um, I believe everybody knows who Amanda Seals is. But if you don't know who my girl is, uh, Amanda Seals is an actress, uh, comedian, uh, singer, songwriter, rapper, uh, producer i know she's podca- all that but I podcasters know she's absolutely she's she does me she used to do music back like 10 years ago and okay. she like that absolutely she's still low-key does it today um and i completely love amanda sales i don't know how many times i've said this on the show she actually came to grand rapids um oh yeah last week and i was so pissed that i couldn't go because it was I actually a part of laugh fest too oh, and damn. i was like damn damn Bad as fuck. I, I like, saw she was coming to Detroit, but I didn't realize she was coming to Grand She Rapids. was literally, she literally came to Grand Rapids March 9th and came to uh, Detroit March 10th. Damn. And I was so mad. I was like, damn, damn, damn. But I hope to see her sometime. Sometime. 
Like I just want to see her in. Like right. her smartphone and black tours are dope. I just mm-hmm. love. I just love the concept of it. It's, it's just really dope. And uh, she was on the Red Pill podcast with Van Lathan. And if you don't know Van Lathan, Van Lathan is from TMZ. Um, and she had a conversation with the head editor in chief of Black Sports Online. Um, and Black Sports Online wrote a false headline about her. Mm. Um, basically saying that she accused a man of rape, basically. Mm -hmm. And that was false because what she did was, um, not accuse the man, but more so sit there and put a warning out Mm -hmm. saying that, Hey, I've gotten, you know, X, Y, and Z multiple text messages from women who say this man is being very sexually aggressive oh, or sexually okay. too touchy. You know what I'm saying? Right. Just not. So you just she didn't. She so didn't she, say that she actually right. Not not she's done it. Okay. You know what I'm saying with him. But multiple other women have texted her and said, okay. you know, watch out for him. Don't go to him. So she's being sort of like a hero to them, saying like, okay, well these multiple women are keep coming. I need I need to you know say something. You know right. what I'm saying? I need to um um, um say something to them. And so she put the, you know, she said something, you know, out on the tablet, like, you know, just, you know, be careful and everything like that. And Black Sports Online just completely wrote a different headline. Like, basically, um, you know, Amanda Seals said that she, you know, got raped and blah, 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 blah. They put the man's name out. I'm not going to give him any clout. Uh, <laughs> not right. on my yeah, side. I saw that. I um, saw an article that said that she accused a man of rape. rape. Yeah. And then they said that she took it back. Right, and that was the false headline. Yeah. So she didn't take shit back. She didn't say none of that shit. You understand what I'm saying? Like she didn't say shit like that. Yeah, so I'm sitting I there. I was literally on my Instagram, like I literally tagged Black Sports Online, like excuse me, like she didn't say none of that shit. And I'm literally I'm listening to the Red Pill because he had both them on there, and it okay. was an interesting. It was an interesting episode because. It was an episode that was based off of real journalism and then mm-hmm. ethics. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, okay. And. What I understand about fake news nowadays is fake news doesn't have ethics. Yeah. And fake news nowadays doesn't have a color. Mm. Right? And anybody at this point can put out a headline about you and it's a wrap. Right. Quick. Quick. Because Amanda got so much backlash from that. I'm like, yo, chill out on my yeah, girl. I mean, like, yeah, I saw it all on my timeline. Yeah, I it was I it was just disrespectful. I had I'm like I fucks with Amanda Seals. Absolutely. Okay. So Absolutely. I'm like, I don't know what's true or what's not. Right. You know, I know. But about she even news. put videos out of her saying what she said. Mm. And you still wrote the headline. So I think my question is do we need to revisit the ethical part of journalism? Because what I do, honestly, I would consider a form of journalism. Right. Um, and for me, I try my best, even now, to try to fact check as best as right. I can. Now, like I said with the Jesse Smollett situation, it was so many stories Mm-hmm. That were going left, right, up, down, sideways, diagonal that you couldn't keep up with shit. And I just right. said, throw my hands up. I was done. Yeah, and that's how I do a lot of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like all these stories that y'all are putting out are these false stories. And it's and for me as a as an up and coming, if you want to call me a journalist, radio dude, podcast dude, whatever you want to call me, I just give you try to give you the facts. 
as that, it's hard for me to look at, especially in this in this in this day and age. It's hard for me to look at a mentor mm-hmm. of real journalism for real, who is not trying to cross the lines of ethics. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's why I like Charlemagne so much because yeah, he he's done his coonery in the past. Like right, you, know, right. you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, he's learned. And he doesn't, he's not unethical to me with, with his journalism, with his mm-hmm. form of journalism. I love it. And I actually implement it a lot in my podcast. So I think my, my question to you is what is, what needs to be more, what needs to be done better for new up and coming blogs, mm-hmm. um, podcasts, mm-hmm. even radio, radio stations. And, you know, we, we have these beats, you know, we got all these, these, these radio stations that's on Apple uh, music and everything, you know, Nikki and mm-hmm. Drake and, you know, uh, Dre and, you know, they have all these radio stations. Like what, what do they need to do? What do everybody in this world of journalism and entertainment need to do to better ha- have better ethics in journalism? Okay, so let me let me go back a little bit to kind of talk about journalism, just from my perspective. Mm-hmm. Just from my perspective, before it became a big social media thing, I still feel like there was always a part of journalism that was unethical, absolutely, the, which is the tabloids. You absolutely, know what I'm you got absolutely. Those, you know those, and it's been unethical for a long it's, time. It's been right, unethical for a long time. So I feel like a lot of new up and coming journalists, um, journalists need to figure out what kind of journalist they want to be. Mm, fact. Ooh, um, that's, that's a bar. So I, I think when, when it comes to journalism, like you could be an ethical person, but then people will catch on to that that's and know that, oh, this is, this is yeah. clickbait. Yeah. You know, this, they think pieces are not fact-checked, yeah. you know, and you could phase out because of that. You know what I'm saying? That is facts because I've seen a lot of unethical um, – tabloids um phase in just mm-hmm. by writing a story and then phase the fuck out because literally you fucked up because honestly when you sit here and i know my form of journalism is literally like i'm gonna ask you the questions right before anything i say okay this is right or wrong because the where we how we're growing up right now we're mm-hmm. growing up in fake news you have to ask questions. I think we also grown up in a in a world of think pieces. Yeah, where people aren't necessarily getting facts; they're just getting opinion. And it's f- feeling like over lot, facts. Like with the Jesse Smollett situation, a lot of people just have an opinion about that. Every, period. And it's like everybody just want to feel right. Like right. I, I wrote a paper about this, and I'm like, we we have a lot more feelings over facts instead right. of facts over feelings. We're doing this based off our feelings. Exactly. And. And like I said last week, we have to be aware that social media plays a part into that. Because like I said, when Jesse Smullett, and I'm going to use that example again, when Jesse Smullett literally, um, when all of that came out about him lying and shit, potentially lying, Mm -hmm. literally me and Britt was on fucking Facebook like, hold up, fam. Hold up. 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 Family. The one time the police say he do it, y'all want to believe this man? Man, you and the Chicago police at that. Just, the same, the same police department <laughs> that didn't have body cams on and shot up a black boy, I'm not just a saying. man. I'm just saying, not a man, and a said that they wasn't, they didn't do it. I'm just, we saying. just gonna believe him because but, Jesse Smollett's story doesn't match up. And it's the black community though. Yeah. Once the black community gets a even whiff, yes, a whiff. Of a potential lie that didn't even, that probably ain't even lied yet. Right. It's not even, he's still alleged, nigga. Exactly. 
They just want to accuse him. And then what did social media do? The comedians on social media played on it. That's fine. But see, your play is sometimes too much. You understand why we say you play? We play too damn yeah. much. Because sometimes we play too damn much. And honestly, what if this nigga didn't do it? What if this nigga is telling the fucking truth? Then every, oh, oh, then all y'all motherfuckers going to be looking stupid. So I'm saying this to say, like, to to Britney's point, and she brought up a great point, you going to have to know what type of journalist you want to be, fam. When you start, when I, when, y'all, when I see all these podcasts coming out, y'all got to know what type of podcast and how y'all want to run it because they're so versed they are and i think like consistency is key right you know what i'm saying so like a lot of people that come out nowadays they come out because it's cool it's hip it's new it's trendy and they switch up based on the audience yeah like if you come out as a as a journalist and you decide to like say you want to do a podcast you do it a certain type of way but you switch it up because now it's cooler to do it this type of way like you got to be consistent with yours. Man, you I, I ain't switched up since episode one. And, that's, and that's why. Right there. You I a ain't real switched one. up. You a real I have not. One. Honestly, I've been doing. I've been. I have not switched up since. I've elevated. Right. You've gotten better. I've gotten better. Absolutely. I've gotten better. And there's nothing wrong with getting better. Mm-hmm. Right? There's nothing wrong with elevation. And that's that. Everybody got to. Here's my thing journalism. In the world of entertainment, nobody knows how to tell somebody that they're wrong, and mm-hmm. nobody knows how to tell somebody that they they can get better. You understand right. what I'm saying? And nobody and nobody wants to take constructive fucking criticism mm-hmm. in this world of entertainment. That's what I'm fucking learning. I'm like, why don't y'all want to take constructive criticism from anybody? It's weird. It's wild. I don't like it. I'm in. I'm in on the side of Amanda Seals. Um, because better journalism needs to happen. And if you don't have all the facts, ask the fucking questions. You need to call those people. If you have their number, fam, if you have those connections, because I know I don't have those connections yet. Right. We I know. You're going to get them, though. Oh, I'm going to get them, though. They, they coming, but I don't have those connections yet. I know where I am. I know where my feet are planted, mm-hmm. okay? So for now, I'm going to ask questions. You understand what I'm saying? I'm going to make sure that... Because if you did do it or if you didn't, we're going to go to the bigger the bigger topic after that. Right. You understand and what I'm you, saying? And I feel like a lot of people are too quick to try to get answers. Man. Like, as soon as the Jesse Smollett came out, oh, he a liar. He a liar. Like, it's a wrap. It, it, we, we can't wait a while to see what happens. It was like, like we with you, Jesse. And then when Chicago said he potentially lied, you lying, Jesse. It's a wrap. We done with you. You canceled. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like to wait things out when it comes to, like, stories. Especially when you get a lot of new people, like, the newer generation gets all of their news off of social media period so they don't even watch the actual news and it's CNN. A, and like i said the older folks get their news from the tv screen exactly. so mind you there's two different types of information being siphoned that's mm-hmm. why i watch the tv and i exactly. watch my phone because y'all not about to sit here and tell me listen i just wrote a paper on how 90 percent of our information is controlled by six of the top the the six most powerful media companies in america I'm just saying, one of those is Disney, and one of those is the uh, Time Warner. Come Damn. on now, like, stop playing with me. Mm. Stop playing with me. We are getting siphoned information that we want to see. They're right. gonna, they gonna kill me, <laughs> man. They're gonna, they gonna kill me. Listen, dog. Like, a lot of, me. a lot of, a lot of the younger generation is getting their news from the social media, and if people are putting out think pieces, people are thinking that's news. Period. It's not. It's not. It's not. You know what I'm saying? I feel like people need to give it time to play out. Yes. 
You know what I'm saying? Like the whole Amanda Stills, as soon as they saw one piece, it was a wrap. I know we I know we want instant gratification. Yeah. I know we want it, but we we have to relearn patience now. We do. Journalism we do. and journalists, we have to learn patience. We have to understand respect again, right? Because I feel like that's been lost between journalism and a journalist and mm-hmm. celebrities. Um, is that respect level. So I would try to always hold that respect for anybody. For real. So, um, Amanda Seals, we are with you. Sports, uh, Black Sports Online, I hope you take the constructive criticism and continue to do better and do and continue to elevate. That I don't, I don't, I don't want you, yeah, I don't want you to not have your business, you know what I'm saying? Continue to flourish because you're a black owned, um, sports journalist. Um, I'm, I'm not trying to knock you, but I'm trying to say, like, you know, just make sure you fact check in mm-hmm. and just make sure it's, 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 it's for real. And, you know, make sure that you're actually, if you have the, the, the ability to ask her, because he did have the ability to call a man and be like, hey, is this true? Beforehand. So if you have the ability to do that, call that person. Mm-hmm. Let that person know, hey, you know, right. this happened. Let can me know. Can we get your side before we put this out? Exactly. So I'm with Amanda on that one. Prayers for New Zealand, man. Let's quickly talk about that. Um, New Zealand just got a massive massacre. And it was, it's, yikes. Um it was at a church, uh, and I think I don't even know the death toll right now. Um, the last time I saw it, it was like eighty. Yeah, the last time I saw it, it was like in the sixties or something. Yeah, I looked at it again because um, it's been updating. Like I've been following Sean King, who really, um, to me, who was like my you know political you know analyst for mm-hmm. me, you know for me. So I, I look up. He he be having the, the facts, man. He yeah. don't be bullshitting. So. Yeah, the last time I seen it, what he tweeted out and what he um he reported um was like eighty plus people wow. have been um dead, and what he's been doing is literally putting uh, pictures um, that he's okay. getting sent mm-hmm. from the families that were in that church because it was it was it was it, it it kind of it broke hearts. I will say that like it was it was hard to read, it was hard to see, it was um. It was just hard to just understand, like, we are having so much death. It is. It's so much death. Like, not just across the board at this point. It's just so much death happening. And there's so many massacres. Man. It's not even, like, I don't want to say death is natural. It is a natural thing. Because it is a natural. In a a form of a massacre. No. It's so hard. We're taking lives. It's so hard to watch. Like, honestly, when it comes to things like this, like, you know, when they did the the shooting in Orlando, when they did Sandy Hook and all of these other, you know, school shootings and other massacres, it's really hard for me to connect at that time. Like, I mentally, it's draining. It's, it's, I check it out. It is so, yeah, I check out. I, I have to, like, out. get off of line because I can't continue to see Man, that. I remember the first time I had to check out of, like, social media because it was so, it was seeing death. I Seeing death online for the first time, like, seeing a white man shoot a black a black man when Philando Castile got when yes. Philando uh, Castile died on I was watching his on live. Facebook live I'm li- like on y'all Facebook understand live. like I'm watching her live live like she's this in was that the unedited the like, unedited her, live her yes like before the news got to it here I'm at work at um at a mortgage company 
You understand what I'm saying? With my with my boy right next to me. Shout out to Sean. Like literally right next to me. And I'm watching this on Facebook live, unedited. My man's got shot. Do you know I had to walk the fuck? I, I lost it. By the police, by the way. I Period. By the police. Period. Lost it. I freaking lost it. Because to see that, to see pure death and a life getting taken away like that, it's it so- was it was so, it, it broke my heart. I had to go to the bathroom. And literally just like had to had to cry. Yeah. And my boy came check me. He was like, "Bro, you good?" I was like, "Yo, I'm good, but I'm just like, I need a I need a minute because this was this was wild. It was. And to see that constantly, like oh. it's been it's been massacre after massacre after massacre, and we it's ain't so changed. hard to 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 get on Facebook or to to even not even just Facebook. If you follow CNN, if you have the CNN app, they update you with these with this information. Yeah. To see that constantly, so many um, people have gotten killed, and they keep updating with a higher death toll. That is so with a higher mentally. It's been right. going it's so up. It's so sad. It is. It's so sad. Like it's it, it, like this death toll in New Zealand has been going up. So the um, I think one of the heads of New Zealand had an interview, mm. right? Mm-hmm. And uh, the shade room posted somebody cracked an egg over. Oh his yeah, head, I saw that. Right. <laughs> and you know this ain't America, right? Because right. you know he would have been to the slammer. Mm-hmm. My man's. Clocked him twice in the face. Got him good. Yeah, I, saw that I this said, morning. I'm like, whoa, what's happening here? I said, whoa. Because the man was, was he was blaming, I guess, Im- immigrants for this, for the shooting. You know, he was a white New Zealand. Yeah. So, of course. You know, um, and I'm not saying, of course, because, you know, white men, but of course, because of the white men. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> that's, just, that's just facts. So, like, you know, the man cracked the egg over his head, which symbolizes you being a damn nut. Like, you <laughs> stupid. Like, why would you say that? No. First of all, what I've gathered from this story is that the man responsible for this literally had an 80... Was it 80 pages? 80 pages. A 80-page synopsis of why he did what he did. And one of the reasons why he did what he did was because he loved Trump. Wow. In New Zealand. So don't tell me Trump supporters are not in your country. Don't tell me Trump supporters don't live with you. Don't laugh at America Mm. because we got this nigga in office. No. His influence is is now going past the United fucking States. So what are we going to do now? (laughs) Because obviously, I know I have said in the past that we need to keep him in office, but we honestly need to really just get this man out of office at this point. No, seriously. Because honestly, and I know it's only a year left. I know we only got a year left. And we need to really push through this year with this nigga. Mm -hmm. Because in 2020, we need better. We definitely do. I don't care what your skin... Honestly, for me, I, I can only speak for me. I don't care what your skin color is. What are you going to do for this country? For its minority people, because honestly, white folks, y'all good. You rich white folks, y'all good. Right, that okay. 1%. The right, the 1%, y'all good. I'm talking to my white the my people that are white, because like I made the distinction, there are white folk and that are people that are white. Our allies. <laughs> right. So to our allies, 
to our minorities, to my black people, to my women. You understand what I'm saying? How are you going to bring new life into this country called America? Because what this president is doing, what 45 is doing, is siphoning out the life that we, I guess, had when Obama, or even what we were trying to yeah, get back when yeah, Obama was getting married. he just basically there. did reverse Reverse every motherfucking Obama thing. Did. Period. Reverse every single thing that Obama did. And it's just a shit show. Yeah. And it's I'm, like ridiculous at this point. Like I can't even follow the damn stories. Damn, you talking about a scandal? You know what I'm saying? Same. It's ridiculous. Okay. Like he can't. Like the shit is ridiculous. How much he's doing while in office, and the influence is now traveling yeah. to different countries. Yeah. That's ridiculous. I'm just sitting here like my prayers and hearts and uh, thoughts go out to New Zealand. Yes. If there is anything that the opinionated brother can do. Um, please email me. Um, hit me up in the DMs. Um, because this is ridiculous. This is this is it, it is killing me to continue to know that I have killing in my city. Mm-hmm. To know that I have killing in my state. You know, country and like like Britt said, death is supposed to be natural, right? It's supposed to just take you. But at this point, we're 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 we're, we're killing so much to the point where we're it, it's 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 just getting out of hand. It is. You know, it's getting out of hand. And the and I'm fact not, that we can see it, we can have access woo, We to got it. access. It's even worse. It's even worse. It, it's, trauma- it's traumatic experiences that we can witness firsthand that's making it more traumatizing to people who yeah. can see it. Yeah. So we just, our prayers and thoughts just go out to them and we just have to do better, man. Do better. So, your boy hit 9,000 plays hey. um, over the Congrats week. Congrats to you. Thank you so much. Um, listen, y'all, like, this is this has been a rewarding experience. Do you hear what I'm saying? Like, I love working. I love doing this. I love doing my job. I love coming every week to do this podcast, to talk some shit. Talk to act, always you feel me? You Talk feel some me? shit, act a fool, do what I do on my natural day <laughs> on the fucking mic. Like, y'all don't even understand. It's and the like, best of both worlds. It's, 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 it's literally doing what you do and then being who you are, mixing together. And what what don't you love about that? You understand what I'm saying? Like, what I'm saying? like it's just amazing. <laughs> and I've been doing this for a year and a half. Like, understand me, y'all. I've been doing this for a year and a half. You feel me? But I've been a full-time entrepreneur in my eyes and a blogger for about two years now. I'll be It'll be three years in December, and I'll be two years as a podcaster in August. Like, I can't tell you how many times I wanted to quit mm. doing this shit. Like, I stuck through it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, by literally episode, like, 10, I'll be tired. Literally, by episode 10, like, I'm looking at my episodes, I'm like, damn, we getting up there. That shit crazy. I'm like, episode 10, didn't want to do it no more. But I asked God at that moment for consistency to keep going. You understand what I'm saying? Because, like I tell everybody who starts in entrepreneurship, no matter what venture you get, you can get podcasting, blogging, um, you starting your own business and a haircut, you have to have consistency. It is major, 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 because literally it doesn't matter what people think 
about what the hell you got going on. Like I said last week, I started off with Facebook live videos, fam. Family. I was talking. I, I literally watched a Facebook live video with me talking shit and eating cereal. <laughs> like family. Like like oh, it was. Like, you hear me? Family. Like I'm sitting there. Like I ain't changed. What's your favorite cereal? Oh man. I ain't mean to take away, but I'm just Frosted I'm just Flakes. Okay. Frosted Flakes, okay. but I gotta put a little honey on it. A little honey? I gotta put a little oh, honey. I ain't never had yeah. 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 Yeah, but see see, this is what you do. You got you gotta you gotta put the flakes in the bowl, right? <laughs> and then All right, give us the instructions. Go and ahead. then so you put the flakes in the bowl, right? Frosted flakes, you get the honey, right? You you just you just drizzle, drizzle it on the oh, and then shit. put the milk in there. Then, Mixing all getting all the milk. Boy, I'm telling you, Frosted Flakes, would just, you don't need that much, though. Don't, oh, listen, because Frosted Flakes is already sweet. Yeah. Don't put that much honey on your damn frog. You will be hyper as fuck the don't, whole do day. They, don't they have, like, a Frosted Flakes that got some honey See, on but it that's now? not, no, fam. You try them? Fam, that's not the same, because you know I try. Try <laughs> <laughs> You know I so the, the real honey, but is you what gotta makes get it pop. the you gotta get that bottle honey and just mm. drizzle just a little bit because they 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 put it on the they they coat theirs and you know that honey shit and I'm like man you gotta just drizzle just a little just bit a on little it just bit. just know. drizzle now that's that's a new that's some Listen, new shit I might have to man try. I did that I ain't did that in years and it still taste I can still taste it in my mm. mouth because it was so good like that was probably the best and then it's honey nut Cheerios after that. Mm. I, I love anything with got honey on it. Anything like biscuits, period. Ooh, period. biscuits with honey. That's oh like my god! Right listen, you got me hungry. But she know what she look. She look. But no, like listen, hitting nine thousand plays, hitting over nine thousand plays was kind of crazy because one thing that I forgot, right? When you when you are moving so fast, when God has you moving so fast, you know what I'm saying? He's just throwing blessings your way like footballs and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, when he quarterbacking you. Ooh. Literally, come on now. Oh, when he quarterbacking you, come on now. Literally, like you got to extend your arm for these blessings. You understand what I'm oh, saying? Preach, you got to, you have to extend your arm for these blessings. And sometimes mm-hmm. you may not be ready for the blessing, but you got to take that bitch and run with it. Do you hear you me? Do. I'm just saying, and like OBJ, with it too. you feel me? And you better jump. Then you, he gonna use you. You gonna have to be used. Be okay? ready for that. You may not be ready for the blessing, but the blessing is ready for you. So what you gonna do? Woo! You better, any, you better catch that play. And it's been multiple times where he has spoke to me and said, "Are you ready for this blessing?" And I be, I will literally tell him no. Well, he said, "I don't give a damn. Here you go. <laughs> what you gonna hey. do with it?" And it been at times where I'm like, "Okay, Lord, oh, you gave me this. What do I do with it?" Because right. every time I have elevated in this podcasting game, like I like I told y'all last week, I started from a phone. You understand what I'm saying? I started from using my phone that I still have now that's off. Understand me when I say, like, I've elevated. My phone is still off. Like, if you, if I don't have a number, fam. Like, I have a text app. You ain't getting that number. But I got a text app that people can text me from. But if you got an iPhone, you can just text me. Exactly. You feel me? Like, I had to be comfortable in where I was. You understand what I'm saying? And and in being, being comfortable. A yes. Being a hustler. Being from Detroit, that was all I knew That's for all real. You know. you know how to be a hustler. You understand what I'm saying? Like, you know how to make it. You know how to get jobs. It did not matter. Everybody knew I had a job. So, I'm about to fund my business. So, yes, I went from a phone 
to a MacBook, from a MacBook to a, a, a microphone, just a mm-hmm. singular microphone, to a mic, to just getting a microphone, to now having two microphones and an interface. It elevates you. One of our friends just asked me, y'all, you do your podcast in your room? Right. Hell yeah! Yeah, and we was just talking about how that's the most convenient thing. That's to do, the most you, convenient. You can get up and just get it cracking. Period. Because it didn't take me nothing to move my damn table, plug in all my shit, and get ready. Exactly. Literally. Here we, Here we are. You have to be authentic. Like a lot of us want to be famous so quick. And trust me, I had to understand local fame is a thing as well. Trust me, it is it is here. Mm-hmm. But honestly, you can't everybody can't be famous. So stop trying to be. You understand what I'm saying? Everybody can't handle the fame. So stop trying to handle it. So what I'm saying is when I'm hitting these nine thousand plays, it was like, Whoa, people are really like taking heat and like, you know, whether y'all like it or not, y'all listening. And it's right. crazy. And I'm like, I'm getting to fucking ten thousand plays. Like, y'all, I'm about to get in the motherfucking so, uh, quintuple digits, and like it's wild. And like it's, this it's is get, and you getting there? You about to be there? Like it's, that's your way. It's crazy. And then after that, eleven thousand, twelve. Like y'all, I still feel the same happiness and joy that I was at a thousand. That's called being humble. Like I still right feel there. the same that's joy right there. And have like y'all don't even understand the people that listen to my podcast. I have, like y'all don't even understand the appreciation that I have, y'all. And I'm I'm trying. Let me get my money right. Give me some time because I'm trying to get y'all together. Because y'all y'all made this possible. Y'all made it like Brittany. Y'all made this possible. People like Brittany that listen to the podcast. Like y'all make this yes. possible. Gotta support. You have to support. Like I feel like that's a whole new topic that we could probably Man, talk about. We could talk about for but, years. But, you know, supporting people that you know personally that have businesses, that have podcasts, Man. that have things going on. We love to support these WalMarts, Target. Hello. But when when it comes to supporting our own, we act like we can't do that. We can't. We ain't got time for it. We can't. It's not official. You know, or we ain't got the money. But but when when people come up. You want to come up with them. You feel me? You and that's and that's my thing. If you ain't been in my corner for real, for real, like, and I just don't mean this as a friend, right? Because I have, I have a lot of non friends who are associates who really support me, who really support the podcast and really support that. You understand what I'm saying? I don't have to particularly like you. You understand what I'm saying? I don't have to particularly agree with everything you got to say, but I support you. You understand what I'm saying? Like Brittany said, if anybody know me, I'm a gasser. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. I'm a, a gasser. Right? I am a gasser. You understand what I'm saying? I said at this. the beginning of this episode, period. the gas is coming. Period. You're going to be on fire period. after, after you And there's a lot of up. people that don't know that that is literally support because for so long, I was like, why aren't we supporting each other? Mm-hmm. Why do we come to each other and look at each other with grim looks? I don't like that. So when I come and see my black people winning... Oh, I'm about to sit th- I, and don't let me be in a sea of motherfucking white. Oh, I'm about to <laughs> act a fool. Like people know it. And when I come in there, I come up there off of love. Yeah, it may be a little extra and shit like that, but it's love. Well, we you extra. feel me? Black people, Black extra. people extra. We are the epitome we of the, the E-X-T-R-A. Do you hear me? So when we extra, we extra because we love you and we want to see you succeed. We know that you're going to have your rough times. And trust me, I have had my rough times over these 9,000 plays. Trust me, it ain't been easy. It's been, it's been weeks and days where my play have been looking like one play 
to play. You understand what I'm saying? Like, it's been days like that. I've taken days off to get my mental together. Like, it's been days like that. I could have been maybe at 80, 80 episodes right now. But you have to take that time. You have to understand that this entrepreneurship game ain't no hoe. And it's not built for everybody. And you ain't built for it. Right. And you and if they the people phase out, that's not built for it. You feel me? People phase out. Consistency shows people who's real, who ain't. If you if you looking for instant gratification, like we was talking about before, looking for instant gratification, and you want something real quick mm-hmm. and you don't get it, most more than likely you are gonna stop. Exactly, you want before really you in even it. get what you need. You want really in it. So well, my really thing is, I want people to understand by me getting these 9,000 plays and continuing to elevate is that, um, like you said, Britt, consistency is key. Consistency is key. And you have to continue to grow. You understand what I'm saying? Like, all of this that, that came with my podcast did not just come overnight. It didn't come mm-hmm. over the blue. I had to plan this shit out. And trust me. Trust me, it was relearning how to learn. You understand what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, all right, I gotta put money aside for this. And knowing and knowing people know I love to smoke. You understand what I'm saying? I love my marijuana. You understand what I'm <laughs> saying? And I had to put that to the back burner. You understand what I'm saying? Like I have to put things that I want for things that I need. You understand what I'm saying? And my business is everything. I will put fucking marijuana down for this motherfucker. Yes. You understand what I'm saying? Because this is something this is something that I wanna do. Like, listen. This this is this is this is my livelihood. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like this is what I do. I love to do what I do. And for you know, for God to continue to sit here and bless me every every day. You understand what I'm saying? Every day. I'm not perfect. I don't sit here and say that I'm perfect. I don't vouch that I'm perfect. I sit here and I'm real and I'm authentic and I try to be every day. And people are scared about that. But I want y'all to know that being your authentic self ain't everybody not gonna understand it. Everybody's not going to sit here and even rock with you with it but it's okay you can you can do your life because not everybody gonna like you and listen to all my podcasts out there that's getting a one episodes two episodes i I salute you you understand what i'm saying to all the indie podcasts out there to all of the mainstream podcasts out there you feel me keep doing y'all you understand what i'm saying podcasts we definitely have to stick together you understand what i'm saying especially black podcasters i support all black podcasters Mm -hmm. out there i don't care if i listen to your shit or not i support you Period. But I want you guys to still can keep that consistency, keep it going, because you can you can look at me and that with a with a faith of a mustard seed. That consistency is key. Man. Getting through that, you know what I'm saying? You learn a lot about who you are as yeah. a person, as an and individual. And how much you can take. How much you can take. You know what I'm saying? That All of that is very important. I commend anyone who's doing stuff like what, what Ty is doing because it's hard. It is. You know what I'm saying? It's hard. You use your own money. You have to prioritize this all yeah. by yourself. And you could have stopped, like you said, on episode 10. You could have stopped on episode 2. You feel me? And been like, hell no. Nah, fuck this You know shit. what I'm saying? <laughs> But you didn't, and you here yeah. with nine thousand yeah. plays. Man, and look at you, man. I'm trying. And you still here. getting them blessings. Man, okay. Make it rain. Okay. Turn up, yeah. And this is why I have friends the way I do that support me the way they support me. And this is and this is why because I'm like now for ten thousand plays, I'm trying to figure out what the fuck I want to do. I want to party or something like that. Oh, let's do it. Yeah, I want to. We we gonna, we gonna get that together. We are gonna get that together. We gonna get that together. Um, so let's talk about these kids. Um. These kids bad as fuck. Uh, so Brittany, let me ask you a question. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Hypothetical. Let's say you were a teacher. Teacher. 
t-shirt. Okay. okay you got this wig uh-huh. on. Okay. Right. Ah, let's say you wear, uh, let's say this. How, how old is this kid? Maybe like ninth grade. Okay. Right. High school. You know what okay. I'm saying? High school age. High school age. And you sitting there and you, you know, you got this wig on. <laughs> knowing that it ain't secure. Right? Knowing your wig ain't secure. Okay. Now, okay. Your wig ain't secure, but you're going to go into class anyway. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. So then you get into it with. One of your students, mm-hmm. you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, like you, I'm just, you, you like, God damn it, I'm tired. I'm tired of you. You know what I'm saying? Not cousin Adam, but you know what? I'm tired of you. I'm taking you to the principal. You walk off. The student comes behind you and lifts up your wig, take your wig off your head. The first thing you do, what, what would you do? You know what? <clears throat> I, I, you know, I'm, I'm be, I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> I might swing on the kid. <laughs> first, first impression, first instinct might be. To swing on the kid, but then I have to recognize where I'm at. Right. You know, and I right. can't, you know, I can't go to jail. Period. You know what I'm saying? Period. So, you know, I might, you know, just do what, exactly what the lady did in that video. And just try to chase him around? And try to get, get, him, him, out, get him out the... Because when I, I mean, when I looked at that video, I was like, okay. I ain't gonna lie, y'all. I instantly laughed. I'm not, I was, I'm not I was, going to lie. It was a lot of things that was going on in that video. It the was. Fact that she didn't have a secure wig on. First and foremost, you shouldn't go anywhere without a secure wig. Absolutely. But children need to calm, calm the fuck and down. And need to know and stay in children's places. They do. But you know what? This is, again, like you said, what, the DPS system and, and, and schooling like that where... Yeah. The kids don't care about learning because the institutions don't care about teaching. That's what you get. Them, them the end products right Man, there. I, okay. it's, it's crazy. This was my first reaction to that video because when I seen the video and um, I seen her arguing with the kid, I was like, okay, well, that's normal. That's... Yeah, well, to me, behavior. to me, that's normal behavior in a class. You know, you arguing with the teacher. You know, he up. He, he being a class clown. Well, he's the class clown. You know what I'm saying? So, okay. I think we. I think he took class clown to a whole nother level. Uh, (laughs) I think he took class clown to a whole nother level because, in the sense, right now, mind you, that's somebody's grandmother, mother, sister, brother. You don't know who her brother is because, fam, I'm just saying. Um, Literally took that woman's wig off, and all I could do was sit there and not bust out laughing at first <laughs> because I was in shock that he literally went over there and took it off so easily. Yeah, right. I was like, "Oh, that security should have that security." I said, been "I said, Grandma, no." Mm. And then the fact that everybody was just laughing in the background didn't make it no better. But it, I think it's the the biggest thing is the fact that somebody recorded it and then put it on. Exactly. Media. First of all. It's just that type of embarrassment, like, embarrass. Uh, listen, embarrassment, the, 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 the concept of, of, of embarrassment has definitely got a lot worse over the years. Oh, yeah, for sure. And now that we definitely have social media here, mm-hmm. oh, my God, it is practically ridiculous. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's why I asked you the question. If you was in her shoes, what would you do? Because in my, if I was in her shoes, and I'm not, and, and, and I said this for real. Um, I even commented on it. I was like, first off, I'm securing my wig. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Never going first anywhere of all, without a secure wig. Ladies, ladies, black black women, and y'all know how much I love y'all. <laughs> y'all know how much I got love for you, period. Secure your damn wigs. <laughs> 
young women who are my age <laughs> to about the age of 35, okay? It is too many of you young ones out here that know how to secure wigs, leaving your grandmamas and your mamas out here to fend for themselves, going to the damn beauty supply, getting that damn same $25 wig. Yeah, let, we ain't even gonna talk about the type of wig. Come on! You're not gonna talk about the type. I mean, I'm not a big wig wearer. Let me just start there. You know what I'm saying? Before <laughs> before your followers come for me and be like, oh, bitch, yo, your wigs ain't... I'm not a wig wear like that. I have one wig that I got, but it was secure when I wore Period. it. Okay. Yes, her wig needed to be secured and it needed to be Period. Down. Period. On her on her scalp. That's what we that's the first thing we need to address is that we need to address the fact that her wig needed to be secure and whoever was her granddaughter or if she had a <laughs> grand her daughter, whatever. <laughs> We need to do better in making sure our grandmothers are not out here having unsecured wigs. Okay? But he, but she probably didn't secure it probably because she didn't think that some nigga was I get that. that but now we know. Okay? Lesson learned. Okay? Okay? Lesson fucking learned. Do not have your grandma now walking out the... Because we all knew this. We and see and and and, and 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 I'm not trying to laugh, but for real, we, I'm done. We have we have been letting our grandmas walk out the house with unsecured wigs for a long time. Okay, it's been a long time. It just hasn't been in this instance where it was on camera and somebody literally snatched off Agreed. a kid, snatched off. You know, your grandma or your auntie's wig who right. was teaching that class. I, I feel like this situation wouldn't have been as bad. Like, I feel like, to be honest, badass kids been snatching off wigs for a minute. Oh, yeah. Minute they just ain't been on social media. They ain't been on social media yeah. doing it. Yeah. That little boy did need to get his ass wet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, by his parents. Now, that's, now that's the second thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He need his ass whooped. Exactly. I mean, okay. whooping. And I'm, okay. Listen, okay. I'm not talking about that shit y'all be doing nowadays. Listen, I'm talking about whooping. Period. With a belt. Not, no. No. We're going beyond that. Because oh, when you, oh, 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 no, 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 no. Because see, because see, listen. My mom, I was the only child. Now let my, now let me would have done that 10 years ago today. Mm. Okay. Let me would have been 14, 15, 16, whatever, snatching off a grown black woman's wig. First of all, my mama would have. <laughs> Listen. Listen, you probably wouldn't live to see. I would be six day. feet under. Yeah, you wouldn't live to see. My day. grandma would come over and give me licks. Bro, and they not coming with a belt. They not coming with hands. They coming with a motherfucking branch or extension cord. Because you going to pull off somebody's wig? You got, the, you got the nerve. Woo! The audacity to embarrass this lady? Yeah. On oh, social I'm, media as so not a whole world. Whoa! Know. So what the if whole I say world know that you did it? So now do I have the right to embarrass you ass on social media? Huh? And that's how ass whoopings that go on Facebook Live happen. Exactly. Now you get it. Mm-hmm. Because everybody's like, oh my god, no. What they're doing. <laughs> Okay, to their kids, and sometimes I'll be like, okay, so some of y'all just doing just a little yeah, bit. Yeah, some people do do the most. But honestly, there are some there are some parents out there, and I applaud you that use social media to teach a motherfucking lesson. Right. Okay, because we have instances like this where kids are literally being just disrespectful and literally sitting there taking the wig off of this older black woman. 
who has a lot more wisdom than you. Boy, you ain't even got Ooh, your balls like, off it, the it, damn you, ground. She was a teacher trying to, you know, teach the class. Like, you know, and that this this shows the respect factor for teachers in Period. general. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know that in high schools and middle schools, they don't have, they don't give teachers. They already don't get paid enough. Now they got to deal you with You feel me? Now we got to deal with that. fuck with them like that. So now on that note, for number three... The person who recorded it need her ass whooped too. Right. Because obviously she was in the back. First of all, you little key. First of all, <laughs> I'm saying because some of the un. How can I say it? Some of our unwritten black family rules need to come back. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? A lot of our um, our unwritten black family rules need to step back into the black community. Mm-hmm. Be, we we have we have whitewashed a lot of our shit down. You understand what I'm saying? Like I understand beatings are not you know suffice. You understand what I'm saying? But whoopings need to keep happening. Yeah, and whoopings need to stay. Like you I'm understand sorry, what I'm I saying? Feel like the reason why the millennial generation did so good. As far as discipline, it's because uh, we got whooped. Okay, you and know, like I said, we and 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 to uh, Brittany's point, we do have a lot. We do have some uh, that are out here, you know, that are still willy nilly and everything mm-hmm. like that. We do. Every mm-hmm. generation has that, so don't sit here and act like y'all don't. Right. But for the millennials, and I will definitely keep continuing saying this: we we came out great. We came yeah. out good. We, did. we came out good. We are some radical changers, man. And we just, we, we had the best of both worlds. Absolutely, we had a world without technology and a world with you feel technology. Me. You know, now I mean? these kids have a world with just fucking technology Depending and see on it. and see what they doing because literally my I remember my what my like god sister at fourteen having an iPhone like shit. Like maybe iPhone six at that time, probably right. six what, six S seven or some saying. shit. When I was young, we had no kids with Snake. Oh my god, you I know? had the flip bitch, you know the little sidekick. You the feel razor. me? Oh, the stop razor. the Verizon right. <laughs> I had the black boy, the BlackBerry. You feel me? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay, well all the buttons, the it's sidekick. Like, oh, stop man. playing. Oh my god, the, the little metro kick? phone. Mm. Stop playing the old Metro phones like y'all don't know. Y'all oh, got it good. With the chirper. Okay. I have Boost Mobile chirping my mom like, where you at, mom? Period. So I'm saying like y'all kids need to get it to fucking together. And y'all don't know how to take discipline because y'all always scared and want to run to your damn big brothers and big sisters. Listen here, family. You don't know how to take constructive criticism. None of y'all do. And it's sad. It's and, and a sad. Lot, a lot of people from, I feel like, you know, there's a lot of people from this generation that don't know how to have conversations in person because of social media. You know what I'm saying? Like, they y'all, y'all talk a good game on social media, but when it comes to doing something in person. Yeah, y'all want to throw y'all guns up in social media, nigga, throw, stop. You know what? I'm done. <laughs> um, We're just going to leave the topic alone. Just make sure these three things happen. Make sure that wigs stay secure. <laughs> Okay, (laughs) we are living in a time where wig securing is a thing. Okay, and I would love for all my black women who wear wigs on a daily or on a faithfully 
to make sure that your wigs are secure, but not just to make sure that your wig is secure. Now it is a priority for you to make sure that your grandmother's wig is secure. The whole family. The, the, whole, the whole family's, family's wig. Secure. Period. Security, please. Thank Security you. Security plan or something like yeah, that. Yeah, okay? we need that. Because what we don't need is our auntie in the video getting her wig snatched off looking like a damn chichia pet. Okay? <laughs> Because because when that damn wig came off, I'm not gonna lie to y'all, boy. I thought that was a skunk. Swear. Mm, mm, mm. I looked at. It, I said, first of all, we need to dead those wigs. Mm-hmm. We need to dead those type of wigs. Those need to be dead, okay? Or we need to enhance those type of wigs so they can be secure, okay? So when they do try to snatch it off, yeah, little bitch. Exactly. Now take your ass to the exactly. fucking principal. Because it would have went a whole different. You way. feel me? And that wouldn't have been on social media. Period. You and know? y'all would have been like, ooh, exactly. Boom. So, you know what? Let's talk about, um, briefly, OBJ going to Cleveland. Um, now, y'all know LeBron left and went to L.A. and everything. Mm-hmm. So, now, OBJ, um, if y'all don't know who the Odell Beckham Jr. is, uh, he used to play for the New York Giants. Um, very, very social media savvy man. You know, he's friends with Drake and yeah. the shitty show. And he all always that stuff. dancing. I dancing. That man, dancing. That man is a, that man literally in a, in a sea of, of unentertaining people in the in the NFL, very, he's very entertaining. He is, um, and he's headed to Cleveland now with um, what's his name, Baker Mayfield. And uh, all I'm gonna say is that's Cleveland going up on a Tuesday. Um, that's all I that's all I wanted to say about that. So shout out to OBJ going to Cleveland and getting that check. I feel like Cleveland is now going to be on the up and up. Hey, um, now that LeBron left, because when LeBron left, everything. Mm-hmm. Like everything, mm-hmm. they're prob- They're the Cleveland Cavaliers are the worst, one of the worst teams in the NBA right now. They're not wow. making the playoffs. They see, I, I don't follow sports like that. So I yeah, I, I, I just, I just, I just wanted no. to just put that out there that OBJ is moving to Cleveland. I'm proud. I'm happy. Um, that's dope. Cool beans, brother. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> shout out to OBJ though. But let's talk about thirst trapping one on one. Okay. Uh, so Kevin on stage. Love Kev on stage. Um, I do too. Love, love, I love, love Kev on stage. He's one of the funniest people that I am literally listening to right now. He's hilarious. So he gets, you know, he does his videos on Instagram. He he does these videos where he gets these thirst traps, right? These mm-hmm. thirst trapping pictures, and he doesn't talk about the thirst trapping in in a sense, right? Mm-hmm. But he sits here and like. <laughs> <laughs> He shades them on the shit in the background, right? Oh yeah. Okay. So the video I posted, he 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 talked about a girl thirst trapping, and he looked at her feet, <laughs> and her feet were dirty as fuck. Is that the one where she was on a split? Splits. Yeah. And her back of her foot looked like she was walking the green mile, mm-hmm. or in a Red Dead Redemption, or uh, or um. What's that movie with uh, Morgan Freeman? Um, God damn it, where he cl- where he went through that damn tunnel. Nasty. Oh, shit, I can't even think about it. It was in the prison. Uh, oh, um, damn. Shit. I can't even think about it. But you know what? Literally, her feet was disgusting. And Thirst Trapping 101, I think, needs to happen. Okay. You understand what I'm saying? I think at this point, Thirst Trapping has become a thing. And if you're going to Thirst Trap, you need to know to make sure that your background... And that you, whatever is in your background, is clean. I feel like I feel like 
people who thirst trap don't think that people are going to recognize the stuff in the background. Yeah, like, like okay, I got a big ass, so all you gonna concentrate on is my ass. But the girl with the splits, though, your feet not that far if you're doing a split on a but couch. Facts. And I'm sitting here trying to think, like, y'all know thirst trapping was a thing, like, maybe 2016 and nobody looked at y'all background. But now thirst trapping is the actual just, like, blah. Right, you know? right. And... When when people start showing their assets and shit, mm-hmm. um, I start to look for shit because if you're going to show your assets, you need to be in a place where your assets going to be assets. Right. Exactly. And not sitting here looking like you don't walked in a whole pile of mud and shit and looking disgusting. Like, that's just not cute. I don't even see why nobody who took the picture didn't say anything like, Cheap. girl, your You know what? I don't even think people just take the picture no more. I think people got tripods. Uh, that sit there and see, take pictures. You know, oh, you already know. See, mm-hmm. technology is going so so versatile. I, I literally have a tripod. I can put up my tripod, put my phone in there, and take. I have a, like a little um, a timer or something. No, phone? like uh, um, like a little click. Um, a clicker. A little clicker. Like a yeah. Remote little thing? Yeah, that's Bluetooth wow. to my phone, and I can literally damn take pictures. So I'm like, I know you. Can, I know y'all can take pictures on there like that. Stop playing with me. So I'm just like. First of all, mm. y'all just got to do better than these thirst traps. And then, listen, if he wants you or if she wants you, they going to get you. They going right. to try to, they going to hit you up. Okay? Right. Thirst trap, listen, thirst trapping has been a thing for real, for real since Kim Kardashian. Okay? Yeah. Can y'all stop with the black thirst trapping? It's getting annoying. You understand what I'm saying? Like, just stop thirst trapping, period. Have but, you ever have you ever been sucked into a thirst trap? Like, have you ever been a victim of a thirst trap? Yes, and I've and I've thirst trapped. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes, I I have been sucked into a thirst trap, and I've thirst trapped. So, how did you thirst trap? Oh man, when I lost my weight, it was over. Okay. It was a wrap. Okay. It was a wrap. I, I want I wanted to see what 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 this was gonna do. I was. <laughs> Man, I wanted to see what was popping. I was like, let me see. Let me take a few shirt off pics and shit. (laughs) You feel me? Let me. Let me. Let me. Let me. Showing off that new. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Let me see what. Let me see what people talking about. And even even after coming back to New York and like even being single, like I'm not trying to look for nothing. You feel me? But even just. Me just wearing what the fuck I am, like I, I, everybody been like, damn, you got a nice haircut and shit. You look cute. You look like a snack. Okay. You look like a meal. I'm like, hey, y'all better chill the fuck out, bro. I'm, <laughs> I'm chilling. Uh. And when you not looking for nothing, when you really not looking for nothing, it's really like people really just want to know what the fuck you doing. Like, right. what are you doing and everything like that? Oh, you looking cute or whatever. <laughs> like, oh, but you, you, when we gonna I chill? I feel like, you know. I'm not saying that you do thirst trapping on a regular, yeah. but I'm sure that you had that shit correct though. Oh, yeah, come like, absolutely. I'm, I never because, like I said, I'm a study. I, I love to observe. Mm-hmm. I love to see what goes wrong and what doesn't. So I love to see what thirst trapping works and what thirst trapping doesn't. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? I like to intermingle a little okay. something, something. Like I'm strategic in the shit that I mm-hmm. do. You understand what I'm saying? So I like to mix shit. You not going to get me over here sometimes and over here. I like to be in the middle a little bit. Okay. I like to mix you a like little shit. Dip, like yeah, dip, like dip in different shit and see okay. what it's going to make. Yeah, see, I've been different. And at this point, the trend is different. 
You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So girls like different nowadays. Right. You understand what right. I'm saying? I'm like, yo, I've been different since day one. That's because yeah. everybody act the same. They wear the same styles. They say the same phrases. You know, you know and, and I know like, for me, I wanted to be a part of the cool crew. You know what I'm saying? When I was back in the day and everything, I wanted to be a part of the, the crew and whatnot, whatnot, mm-hmm. whatnot. But I'm just like, nah, fam, that's not me. It's not true. That's not me. And it'll fall off if it ain't true for you real. You feel me? Know what I'm saying? Like, so just in Thirst Strap and 101, make sure that your backgrounds are um, adequate. Yes. For please. your assets. Yes, please. Um, let's you. make sure we don't have um, any period pads. Mm. Um, any, or dirty rooms. Yeah, no ooh, dirty or rooms. dirty rooms. Draws hanging over the floor. Dirty mirrors. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I understand that some of you say, you know, excuse the dirty mirror. But if you're going to use a dirty mirror for a thirst trap, please. Um, when you put the booty on the uh, on the sink, mm-hmm. okay, make sure that your mirror is clear. Make yeah. sure you hit it with a little window. I feel like if you're gonna say excuse the dirty mirror, you could have just cleaned it. Exactly. So like, don't. So don't. So if you're gonna thirst mirror. trap, make sure you're thirst trapping correctly. Exactly. Okay? Uh, what else? Um, make sure that your draws and whatever you wear, um, is straight. Also, um, make sure ain't no other people in your like. Exactly. You know how you women like to thirst trap. It's not just women, but women a thirst trap with a gap in the background, mm-hmm. like somebody laying down in the bed. You trying to take a picture? Don't do that. Yeah, children. We, I know. I see a lot we of people. We'll flame because I will flame. Exactly. I'm like, mm, you thirst trapping, but you got a nigga in the background. Well, exactly. We're so move just, on. We're, we're watching. That's what, that's what we're saying. We're watching. Always. <laughs> um. So, have you seen Will Smith's show on Facebook? No, I haven't. His bucket list, I say this man is a fool. This man is a clown. He just, he has a show on uh, Facebook. Him and the Smiths haven't getting this hey, money, the, okay? the Red Table Talk is one of my Listen, the Red Table Talk need an Emmy next year. Yeah. I'm not even joking and need I an Emmy. I love the Red Table Talk. Love the Red Table Talk. But he actually has a show now on uh, Facebook TV, which is called uh, Will Smith's Bucket List. So hmm. he wants to try to do everything on his bucket list. So... One of the things that he did was stand-up comedy. And he was low-key funny. Also real <laughs> shit. Because you know, you think you you think that a lot of actors and actresses who play funny roles are comedians. Yeah. Right? And sometimes and they'll tell you, like, no, I'm not a comedian. I just like to play a funny role. Right. Comedian. You, you figure out people yeah. who are stand-up comedians and who are who are, who are, who are exactly. Are exactly. Yeah. So it's just like he could have, and he, I feel like he really did a good job because he, you know, a comedian really tells a story about his life. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And um, I think he really did a, a, a good job. He opened for Dave Chappelle. Oh, and nice. um, it was really dope. Like, I was like, okay, maybe, you know, a little tweak here, a little tweak there, but I fuck with it. Okay. Like, okay. And uh, I just think Will is a clown. This nigga had to bust down Tatiana video going crazy. <laughs> I'm just like, dog, this man. I'm going to have to watch it. Is, watch he's it. dope. He was in a cage. He did a, he was in a cage with a shark. That was one. Of, that was on his bucket list to swim with sharks. Well, oh. actually, no, I'm sorry. He swam with sharks. He wasn't in the cage with them. He swam with them. What? Like tiger sharks. Absolutely. Wow. Um, and See, I like Will Smith because he has a lot of, like, positive energy absolutely so you know he got that inspirational song where he has all these inspirational videos where he's telling people and he's still elevating as a person you feel me you know what i'm saying he's not going crazy he's doing things that he wants to do he's doing it with his family they're elevating you could see all of like you could just see that whole energy and that's years of 
trials and tribulations going through as a family. You understand what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And I and if you watch the Red Table Talk, Jay, Will was on there and yeah. they talked about it. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? It's not easy. And they even said they had to take personal time for them to grow separately. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Like you have to. Personal growth is a, is is everything because Jada said, in order for me to have to love Will the way he wanted me to love him and vice versa, we had to take those personal spaces yeah. to get ourselves together and love ourselves. Exactly. You understand? So, um, just shout out to Will Smith, man. He dope as hell. Um, so, it was a shooting in Miami, right? That was wild as fuck. And he got off. Police got off. Blah. Grandma in Detroit <laughs> can't get her social security check because they said she owed 200 plus thousand dollars for school when she ain't never been. What? Lord have mercy. And then a woman literally got a stroke from having oral sex. What is going on? From having oral? Oral sex, okay? So... First of all, is the the lady still alive? Yes, she's still alive. So basically a shooting in Miami uh, happened. It It was a shooting in Miami... Um, with a cop and, of course, a cop and a right. black teen. And this this cop was not even black. I mean, white per se. I think he was um, maybe of. Well, I just looked at his color, but he probably looked Italian, so he probably was white. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> but um, he got off, so I was just like, let me just put that out there. Like, cops just need to do better. I'm just tired. They of just saying. need to do better. I'm just. Period. I'm just tired of. I'm so the, sick. Of, I'm, I'm just sick I'm, of. You it. know what I'm sick, I'm sick of? Sick I'm of sick of people, not just cops, but people mistaking and misconstruing hmm. black people's extraness or passion for aggression. Man, just because everything talk, we do is aggressive. Just because I talk with my hands does not mean that I'm trying to be aggressive towards you. Well, they don't. They, well, that's the thing about white people. Sometimes, no, all white people, and this is no knock against the people that I know. But a lot of white people, ninety percent of them, the people who are white, uh, white folk, don't have any flavor. Don't have any. Um, they don't. They don't have. They don't have. They don't have no flavor. No flavor. No extraness. They don't. They don't. They don't have that. So when you go over to Paris or some shit, and they had that shit, you know, they got that that flair, that finesse, that you know, like oh, party with me. You know what I'm saying? Like you're like oh shit. Y'all the 10 percenters. Okay, I'll fuck with right, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Man. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I say, like, it's, it's people out here that, that really fuck with minorities and want to see us win. But they are far and few in between. Mm-hmm. And uh, that understand the culture because, you know, it's a lot of white people that grew up in Detroit that I know who got flavors, spaz, yeah, and pizzazz, you know real. what I'm saying? And everything like that that will never disrespect a black person by sitting here calling them niggas. But even still, I think somebody had that conversation where I think um, they was like, well, shit, if we grow up with them, you know, we call them nigga too. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I and I and I and I can attest to that. You know what I'm saying? Like I had white friends who we grew up with in the same trap. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like in the same hood. Mm-hmm. And you like, what up, my nigga? Because we not seeing color at that point, nigga. You lit. You struggling just right. as we right. sitting here eating the same cereal. Yeah, and that, I, I feel like that's probably the issue. That's the issue. That That, that is a that big a issue. a lot of the cops are having with shooting a lot of, like, black people. Yeah. They don't, they, they, they. Can't decipher. They misconstrue, like, passion for aggression when 
Like, if you had that cultural part in your training as mm-hmm. a cop, you wouldn't have this issue. You wouldn't be, be scared. Why are you scared for your life any fucking way? Period. What you know you, what I'm saying? You got the person, gun. Not every person that you come in contact with that's black has a gun. I'm just saying. So, anyway, let me. Let's I'm going to rip that. Yeah, I'm not even we, going. We not even. We'll go on a whole 30 minute tangent. Exactly. Lord have mercy. So, grandma can't get her money, right? So, it's this grandma in Detroit, uh, OG in Detroit. She, uh, she 86 years old. Dang, shout out to her. And um, she, you know, when you turn a certain age, you get that social security check. Right, you know what I'm saying? Right. And some people at a certain age need those checks. You understand what I'm saying? And she's at an age to where she needs those checks exactly. to live. Not just survive, but just to right, live. Right, to live. Um, and they stopped her checks for two months because they said that she owes almost $244,000. No, I'm sorry, $224,000, excuse me, mm. for school that she's never been to. So, does somebody like... So, in my you? mind, that's what I'm saying. So, her son says something and everything. I don't know if her son went to school. I don't know what happened. I don't know who forged her name mm. because that is the only way that somebody could have got her. Like that. Mm-hmm. Identity theft, forging, something. Yeah. Because $200,000 worth of debt. Now, I know I got that almost. Okay? Mm-hmm. Not even almost. I'm probably like about 50% there. But any... There is no way. And now she can't get her money because they're talking about 15% of her social security check will be to be paying that off. Yeah, see, no. Like... I feel like that might be an identity, like somebody that might be an identity, identity crime. Absolutely. Which I know, like just from experience with my family, like one of my family members had basically they couldn't get like their some money that they needed because someone had filed something within their name. Mm-hmm. I've gotten that. Yeah. So I know how long that takes, though. Yeah. And for someone to be eighty six and she needs that to survive, I know it's going to be hard. Because she been she she hasn't had her check in two months. Yeah. So this month and February. Mm. I really hope they get that fixed soon. Absolutely. So I hope somebody uh, can come up with a GoFundMe for her. Uh, that is in the city of Detroit as well. So please, let's make sure our grandma... Cause that's everybody, Grandma. Yeah. I don't care, bro. Like, just make sure that she make like she keep her lights on, she keep her food going, like she make sure she got water. Cause that's just ridiculous. And the motherfucker that sat here and did this, you wild, you scandalous, and you disrespectful. Disrespectful. Disrespectful as fuck. So then we get into this woman who literally got oral sex. And had a mild, a small stroke. So did she have an orgasm and have a stroke? Yes. So basically, what happened was she was, yep, she was in mid orgasm. And y'all know how y'all be grabbing the sheets and shit. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Ready to, ready, ready to take it there. You understand what I'm saying? (laughs) She grabbed the sheets. You grabbed the imaginary sheets. Oh my god! Listen, listen. They said she she literally hit mid orgasm and she her 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 lover says she passed out for two to three minutes. Took her to the hospital. She woke up with a badass headache and they said she ruptured an a a small aneurysm on her brain. And they said that that sex, both oral and um non oral, can cause that type of stimulation so, because so- the blood rushes to the brain so, so fast okay. and it 
Pop. Let me. I, I want to first say that I'm glad she's okay. Facts. But what? How good can has your sex to say that you cause aneurysm? Like that's something that he can put out on his resume. I'm like, just saying. My sex is good. I cause strokes. Yeah. What? That's just his tongue. That's what. <laughs> That's his tongue. Okay. Damn. Like, mind you, that's not his penis. That's, yeah, that's his, his tongue. That's his tongue game. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's his tongue like, game. Like, his tongue game is causing aneurysms. Aneurysms. I'm sitting here reading Whoa. this. Like, I seen it on Facebook. I said, I looked at it. I said, no. For real. So, y'all know me. I Googled that bitch. I said, wait a minute. Woman suffers I see, I definitely stroke from orgasm? Literally, I'm, the New York Post. I'm definitely Post. glad that she's okay, though. Definitely. I'm definitely glad because it. they said it happens commonly. It definitely. Mm. It, it is a common thing mm. that uh, through orgasms, women do experience these type of unconsciousness mm. um, because the blood rushes so far yeah, to, the to the brain, brain. you know, in those That's moments scary. of mid-orgasm. And that can be scary. Mm-hmm. So I see why so many women be like, slow down, hold up, <laughs> chill. When you know what you're doing, though, you got to know what you're doing. Yeah, respectively. Sometimes I... we tell you to slow down because we don't want you to do that shit too fast because it hurts. <laughs> so you know, slow down and listen to us. Let's. We're not even gonna get into. We we're not even gonna get into this segment. <laughs> okay. Go I'm ahead. just saying. I'm just saying. My tongue game strong. <laughs> and let them know. I just know. Listen, <laughs> I've said this multiple times. Being a big dude. With a small penis at the time, you have to know how to do something. You understand what I'm saying? And um, in a in a in an environment where sex was so fucking harped upon, mm-hmm. oh yeah, nigga, you gotta get the pussy, dog. <laughs> you gotta get the pussy, bro. Like it's amazing, man. <laughs> like they just like my cousins made it seem like pussy was just so amazing. Mm-hmm. And then when I got it, I'm like, the fuck. <laughs> I'm like, this what y'all was harping about? Hey, maybe the pussy they got was amazing. Maybe, maybe. you got was like, it was, ah, you know, I was okay. <laughs> but you know, over time it started to get better. Okay, amen. okay, that's but good. That's you know, thing. that's a good okay. thing. Hallelujah. So that means that that person's pussy that you got in the beginning was just obviously high. not that great, you know. Yeah. And I was a young buck too. I was a virgin, so I didn't know what the fuck right, I was right. doing. But you know, even still, I'm sitting here like. Thinking to myself, like, I know my tongue game is strong. <laughs> is it aneurysm strong, though? That's the question that I'm asking myself <laughs> right now. You understand what I'm saying? I don't want you to try the aneurysm. No, no. I don't, I don't want to do that because that, that's, that, first of all, I get scared when you start to shake. After two minutes of me going, that that does mean that you have good targeting. You understand what I'm saying? Like I get I get kind of nervous when we start when I just start going, and I know I know where I'm going. You don't got to direct me. You don't have to sit here and tell me where I'm going. That's a good time. I know. Listen, we're not even gonna get into that. You feel me? I just know. You know what I'm saying? If the if the girl starts shaking two minutes in, that's good time. I'm just saying, like, why? I'm just I be worried. And I be and I'm so sympathetic. Listen, I'm just so like caring. But do you keep going out like this? Is absolutely, what absolutely. So you be like, so what is your thought? Okay, so listen, I. <laughs> so I sit there and I'm like, "Are right, you good?" And she be like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." I, I didn't, I didn't know. 
you know, you knew what you was doing because I've had a lot of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't know you, you was doing like that. And I was like, oh, okay. Go back down there and start going crazy. So I was just like, you know, I get the shaking. I've gotten the thighs crushing my eardrums. You know, and I look up and I'm like, yo, what is wrong with you? just do it. Yo, I'm like, yo. So that tells me that as black men or as men, period, oh we God. are not, we are not sitting here giving our women proper orgasms. You understand what I'm saying? We're not giving our women proper, um, good feeling. You understand what I'm saying? Because I really do feel like sex is is expendable. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Sex is very expendable. But I but I do feel as though oral sex is a lot more. And for the woman, right? Because I love eating a woman out. I'm I'm gonna be up up front and honest. I love it. The stimulation from for me. <laughs> I like to keep going because <laughs> I love to see y'all sit there and quiver and shake and shit because I know I got the motherfucking power right now. <laughs> That's you true. Hear me? Hey. I got and when I know I got the power and when I know I'm doing it right, ooh, you can't say shit. <laughs> got you speechless oh, oh yes that, that's that good tongue that because not all but i'm not trying to put you on no aneurysm though i'm not no, trying to no. i'm not we trying to bust a blood we don't want to go to the hospital you, you know feel me saying? because that's that you story go to heaven not not to heaven permanently listen you know that story saying? really scared me i was like yo is she good because if this nigga was eating like that god damn that's what i'm saying i mean like what's the conversation like after, after- like, my bad, I didn't mean to give you an aneurysm, but did you nut though? You know what I'm saying? Like, what's good with that? You know what I'm saying? Like, was it that? Was it the bomb? First or? of all, the nut and the blood right. went to the fucking aneurysm <laughs> and motherfucking But That's what busted, goddammit. Whoa. Okay. Listen, ain't no coming back from that. Like, do you keep talking to him or do you I like, mean, at that I point, think we should keep continue this? Well, because... I mean, at that point, you can't let him go. I mean, yeah, but I also would be scared to do that again. Like, bro, you sent me to the hospital last night. Right. So that means you just ain't going to have to tell him, sir, I need you not to give me an aneurysm again. You understand what I'm saying? I don't need you to sit here and, you know, like, I like it. You know what I'm right, saying? But, but just, I need just you to slow it down I need a little you to bit. relax yourself. Yeah. And I've been told to relax, too. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I know I can go crazy. You know what I'm saying? And I've been told to relax. So it's just like, you know, when... For the listen, for those of us who know how to do what we do, sometimes we do it too well, and I know that's an uh, that's a that's an overstatement. Doing it and doing it and doing it well. Okay, but sometimes when the lady says slow down, we gotta listen. You gotta listen listen. because because when she says that, that means she has not had good head yet. Oh yeah, you gotta ease. You gotta. You have to ease ease her into into that. Sometimes Mm -hmm. you understand what I'm saying. I've learned that. You have to ease people into the Because you don't want to get no aneurysm. Oh, my no God. Head. If they had no good head, yeah. obviously, you're going to be the woman getting the aneurysm. Okay? Right. So, <laughs> so you know what? That's, we're going to leave that. Um, like I said, our MVP of the week is Miss Paris Ritter. Um, like I said, she is a um, an OG in my eyes, a um, one of my Alpha Kappa Psi brothers. And like I said, she was a part of um, that Detroit school um graduating all uh, 100% of its students. Shout out to her. And I just wanted to give her this MVP of the week because that's not an easy job. It's not. That is not an easy task. And to everybody in that school, shout out to you, salutes to you. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's not an easy task. NDPS. Yes. Period. 
And if you have been from a DPS school, other than Cast King or Renaissance, you understand what I'm saying? Right. If you've been to any DPS school other than those three big ones that are well-known in Detroit, you know how DPS is. Even at those three schools, it's pretty competitive. Mm-hmm. So you understand the the amount of support that, you know, older, um, even millennial black you know, young people are doing to make sure that our younger generation is out here make, uh, getting the best education possible. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I just posted something, and my my biggest loser of the week is our education system, actually. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest loser of the week because I just posted something that literally pissed me off to a point where I was just like, hold the fuck up. I know that our education system has been lying about black history for years, for generations, oh. for, for you. You know yeah. what I you seen it. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You seen what I posted. Like it was it was it was ridiculous on like they asked the question, um, how did slaves get here or how yeah. did slaves get to America? Y'all, the answer, the answer that this school put in the mu- Yeah, what was that? Like, it was hold up, let me it was it was you know how it was a it was a lesson plan. Okay. It looked like a lesson plan. So you know how them lesson plans look. Um, when you get like that packet and everything yeah. like that. So it said, why did slaves come to America? It said, as an exchange for a trip to America. Trip. A trip, y'all. So we got as a if, trip. As if there were options. As if we had a boat and a yacht to go over. Yeah. You if- know, and we got luggage. Yes, a trip, guys. So, you know, me going to New York, you know, Brittany going right. over in Ghana and everything like right, that. Right, you know, right. I'm going a back trip. To the motherland. You know, back into the motherland. You know, a trip. You understand what I'm saying? So they said, as an exchange for the trip to America, African Americans agreed to work for colonists for seven years. Seven. Okay, so we agreed. So our ancestors agreed, right, to work for this colonies. Or this colonist for seven years, people, seven years, okay? But they were kept as slaves. How did that work? First of all, let me know how the trip went. went. How did they sign up for this trip? You know what I'm saying? To decide to come over to be slaves. Hmm. That's that's the real question. Like, did y'all just go over there and say, oh, y'all want to come over to America? And they just said, okay. And this is why I say our education system will continue to get the biggest loser of the week award this week. For sure. Um, because that right there is already false information. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not about to continue to keep putting false information into these books. Um, and that's why I'm a good proprietor of homeschooling, especially mm-hmm. for black families. Um, because these these um, these schools are not... These schools are not teaching our kids what they need to be taught. But at the mm-hmm. same time, it's not a lot of black families who are educated themselves. Right. Who have the means to teach them. So they have to send them to school. So it's like a double-edged sword at the end it of the is. day. And it's, and it's hard because it's like, damn. Damn if you do, damn if you don't. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's like you learn what you can learn. And then when you get to college, that's when everything starts to open up. Oh, so this was untrue. Oh, this was a lie. This was a lie. This was because when I got to college, I could say like everything that I learned in high school for me, about 85 percent of that shit went out the window when I went to college. Eighty five percent of that shit. I think I took like 15 percent of what I actually learned from high school to college because it was nothing. I didn't learn accounting in high school. I learned accounting in college. I didn't learn how to finance my money 
in high school or when I was back in Detroit. No, I'm learning that shit now because we don't have that now. If we have finance and accounting classes in our schools, in our high schools, teaching our kids how to literally make sure they have checkbooks and bank accounts early, making sure they they didn't teach us this shit, Britt. They didn't. And they wonder why we sit here struggling so damn hard. They did not. Sex education was barely there. Oh, sex education was like, oh, okay, well, you put this in the in the urethra, and uh, what? We learned finance. We didn't. A lot of us didn't learn nothing about financial aid, which we should have learned before we got to school. Before we sign financial aid forms when you get there. Period. So we just signing. Right. Oh. Our life away. We're signing our life away. We're just signing on the dotted line. Don't even realize. You know what I'm saying? All that money back. So it's like now we're trying to educate the next generation and trying to let them know, don't make the same mistakes we did. Exactly. You understand what I'm saying? Read. But at the same time, like we talked about with y'all badass kids, <laughs> y'all don't want to learn. And y'all don't want to accept understanding y'all are better than we were trust and believe oh, me yeah. if my mama had one of y'all at her house i swear to god don't call me talking about hey bro mom going crazy <laughs> hey fam you going to school no nah. well well she got a reason to go crazy she got a reason to beat your ass mm-hmm. so i applaud paris on the simple fact that she is one out of so many teachers who are doing their thing or just you know educators in in this in this school in this in this in the system of education that is literally working hard to try and bring our biggest loser of the week to uh, just change it differently. You understand what I'm saying? We need to stop having this false education and this false news, this false information going into our kids' brains. Right. And we as adults, older adults, period, have to stop. Spewing out this 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 negative and fake information as well, and stop literally perpetuating it, and continuing to literally say something about it, and not even say something about it, but continuing to elevate the negative and fake notion. Exactly. You understand what I'm saying? So we are going to take a five minute break, and then me and Britt are going to come back for the second half of the show. And this is the Opinionated Brother Podcast with your boy Devontae, and we will be back for the second half. Hey. Peace. What's going on, everybody? What's going on? We are back at the Opinionated Brother Podcast with your boy Devontae, episode 72, with my girl Brittany here. What's, What's the deal? So, you know what? We are here in the second half of the show talking with the Opinionated Topic of the Week, talking about self-care and self-love. Now, I really... Um, for two reasons, I wanted to talk about this. One, because Brittany, like I said before, is... Um, an embodiment of self-care and self-love um i feel as though she carries herself with so much grace and poise and loves herself even if nobody else is gonna love her you understand what i'm saying and when you start to love you other people are going to gravitate to that love like that's just true and that's that's fact so and another thing uh the second point was that one of my good friends erica marie who is on um who is overseas right now, um, had these five tip practices uh, for more self-love. And I agree with every one of these tips, too. So I want to read these tips out, and we're going to discuss them. So the first one was surround yourself with people that genuinely make you happy or make you smile and laugh. Um, Number two, unfollow negative people on social media to keep your mind in good spirits. Um, Number three, drink tea. Um, very simple, but since it's hot, your 
uh, you're forced to sit in one spot and relax. Mm. Uh, four, write all negative thoughts down and burn them. Don't keep them to reread because you're reminding yourself of those things. And then number five, the days you feel sad and want to stay in bed, push yourself to get up and do one thing and do one thing, anything. Example, go to the nail shop, go grab food, do jogging, go wash dishes, go get your hair done and shower, uh, shower, shower, mm-hmm. anything, you know, to get your mind off of, you know, having that day of feeling, you know, down or sad or anything. So I wanted to discuss those because I really believe that those are great, to- uh, great tips and topics. Um, so I just wanted to go through each one and, you know, just get your opinion, you know, my opinion, break it down. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so the first one is surround yourself with people that genuinely make you smile and laugh. Literally, that is a bar. Okay, you literally have to have you. First of all, let let me let me get into that word. Genuine, genuine. Okay, <laughs> you need genuine, genuine people around you. Because in this world nowadays, there ain't a lot of people that's genuine, but they can fake it. Mm-hmm. You can fake genuine. Genuinity. Yeah. I, I read a post, um, and I'm kind of paraphrasing here. I read a post that said something like, um, I thought that I was introverted um, because I didn't want to be around people. But I realized that um, when I'm around the right type of people, I'm extroverted. And I like that energy. Absolutely. And that's the reason why. And I think that... To the point, to your point, that being a, being around people that genuinely make you happy is very, uh, is very hard. Absolutely. Because it means letting go of people who have probably been around forever, but it's very toxic. Mm-hmm. That could be family. That could be friends. That could mm-hmm. be romantic relationships. And that's really, really, really hard to like let go of someone who has you've been around for so many years, yeah. but... They don't genuinely make you happy. You're just going through the motions with them. It's yeah. it's a really hard thing to sit down and say, okay, this person's not making me happy. I don't need to be around them. Yeah, and I remember somebody asking me that question, like, how do I cut off um, someone who's siphoning my energy and being very toxic, but at the same time, you know, and, and, and she was like, you know me, I'm very... Um, you know, I don't like to let people go because I want to help people so right. much. And I said, sometimes by helping people, it, it means letting them go. It does. You know, I said, mm-hmm. sometimes and in, in when, when you're in a friendship or relationship or whatever, um, toxic sometimes will look like friendship. You understand what I'm saying? Toxic will put on a on a mask Preach. of French, uh, of a mass of friendship, and that's yeah. where you mm-hmm. get your associates. And that's why I say, make sure that you have friends around you that will not let you go out the house looking like, you know, like like you looking. You understand what I'm saying? If if Brittany walked out the house, you know, looking like she's looking, and we about to go out. Oh no 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 no! I'm about to tell her to go back to the crib mm-hmm. and uh, put some stuff on because I know I know Brit. And I know I'm not about to walk a real friend, right? What I consider a real friend, and maybe this is just me, um, will not let you walk out the house looking like any old kind of way. Because they will want you to step the fuck out. You feel me? So you need those genuine people around you that are going to seriously care about you. And it's very hard to sit here and say, you don't care about me when you've been around my life for so long. But at the same time, being in my life, don't mean you've added value. Exactly. Have you Preach. added value? I think that's that's probably the hardest thing for a lot of people to recognize. 
because people kind of put years they 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 you utilize the years part like i've been around this person since i've grown up or yeah. this person is my family member or whatever to say oh this person does add value yeah. because they've been around for so long but, but it's that, like but see even being around doesn't add value it doesn't. you understand what I'm saying? It being doesn't. around somebody like here's my thing my cut i love all my cousins you understand what i'm mm-hmm. saying and we couldn't be around each other all the time. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Like, right. we had to elevate and grow. You understand what I'm saying? Like, all my cousins are doing wonderfully in their path right now. You know what I'm saying? Yes, they have their uh, their trials and tribulations and whatever they go through, but these are four brothers that are continuing to push through. You understand what I'm saying? So, me and my cousins couldn't have, or me and my brothers that are down south could not have the same path as as, as we wanted to, but at the same time, these are genuine people who some I have to love from a distance, some I have to love up close, but they are genuine in their in their love for me. You know what exactly. I'm saying? Because sometimes you have to love people from a distance because they need time to grow. You understand what I'm saying? Not just for Preach. you. Yes. You understand what I'm saying? You have to recognize when it's for you and when it's for them. Yeah. And sometimes in both situations, they got to go. You understand and sometimes they don't recognize that it's for them. Yeah. So they they will like I've had to push people away for them, like for me yeah. being a good friend like, to them. Yo, you like, gotta you do need you this, but they will take it as oh you're being rude, right? Me, you I don't want to lose you and everything. Yeah, it, like, like you don't want this friendship. Right. No, what you're not seeing is what I'm seeing, and exactly. it's because I'm probably more on a mental maturity wavelength more mature than you and that's not to say like you're not going to get there but you're not there yet and i'm trying to give you the wisdom to get there it's whether you want to take that wisdom so to have genuine people in your life that will make you laugh and smile you need that because you need people that are going to bring out that side of you that you're scared to see that or you're scared to show and afraid for everybody to see you understand what i'm saying you need to have those type of people like like i said everybody can't take me Mm-hmm. Right, everybody can't take me being as extra, as happy, as um, ready to support my black people in any form or fashion. Like a lot of people are can't can't take my extra. And I remember some. I remember you know Devin literally saying, "Shout out to D," uh, literally saying like, "I'm everybody is not going to like me." I'm literally, you can like me or not, you feel me? And I'm paraphrasing as well, but literally you can like me or not, like I'm extra, right? And if you fuck with me, you fuck with me. If you don't, you don't. That's what it is. And that's been my whole sentiment for years. You understand what I'm saying? Like I've been extra for years, right? And my extra can come off as this, or this, my extra can come off as that, but I will always be extra in supporting my black community, especially in a sea of white when they don't get it. You mm-hmm. understand what I'm saying? Don't sit here and try to tone down my blackness because your blackness hasn't uh, bloomed yet. Exactly. You understand what I'm saying? Don't sit here and tone down. Let yours, let my blackness be a, or let my laughter, let my personality be a fuel for you to open up. And show your personality. You understand what I'm saying? Because there was a time where I was scared as fuck to be open. I was scared as fuck to be this. Like, this this takes fear. You understand? Like, this is faith over fear. You understand what I'm saying? So, you have to be able to be genuine 
in these relationships. And I mean, authentically genuine to sit here and say like, okay, you know what? To be honest with your friends, you have to have genuine friends that you're honest with, but that can still sit here and make you laugh, smile, that care about you genuinely check up on you. And that's not saying your friends got to sit here and text you every day, all day. No, but literally I got a best friend. She literally, we talk like at least twice a month Mm -hmm. because she's in Florida. I'm here. We're in grad school. Like, you have to know your friends. Even if you got older friends or younger friends. You know what I'm saying? You got to know where your friend's position is. Yeah. You cannot expect your friend to sit here and give you this much and you give... No, like I said before, you cannot expect your friend to sit here and give you everything Mm -hmm. and you're not reciprocating that same love. You will lose a friend. Exactly. You will lose a friend. No matter how genuine it is, you will lose that friend. Because you're not... you're, You're not giving. And sometimes you're not giving means that you're not giving for yours. You're not giving to yourself first. And like we said before, you have to give to yourself first before you can give to anybody else. You got to learn to give. Not just romantic relationships. No, for real. You got to learn to take yourself out on dates. You got to learn to take yourself to the movies. You got to learn to do shit for yourself. You'll stop being so independent on other people. You'll you'll be you'll. My mama taught me that, and I think that's what why women are so intimidated by me in a way. And I don't want to sit here and say it like that, but honestly, my mama taught me at a great age independency. You understand Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, don't let no woman do for you. Mm -hmm. She literally said that to me. She said, "I don't want you sitting here, um, being like all these other men out here." waiting on women hand and foot to get you you know your coffee and you gotta cook no mm-hmm. i'm about to teach you to cook clean whatever so when i come in relationships when i come to the table my plate my table is full that's what i'm saying and that's an intimidation for some people yeah that whole like people love to say like yeah i want 50 50 no you should be bringing 100 100 period you should be bringing your whole self with someone else's whole self to be able to bring together something that's not just relationships. That's friendship friendships. Too. Friendships too, for sure. Like your friends got to make sure they bringing that honey. You understand what I'm saying? When they hurting and they can't talk to nobody, you that friend. Mm-hmm. If they bring in, if they bring in some major shit to you, right? Let's say if Britt sat here and said, "Yo, I got it. I got to chop it up with you." You know what I'm saying? Something happened real bad to me. You understand what I'm saying? I got. I'm putting everything that I got right down. Bet. What's up? What's the deal? Right. You understand what I'm saying? So have those genuine people around you. Continue to, you know, be open in that. So the second one was unfollow negative people on social media to keep your mind in good spirits. Absolutely. I agree with that. Uh, two number two is a major thing. Um. Social media is a big, 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 mm-hmm. big ocean. And you can get lost in it, honestly. Um, it's becoming more bigger and bigger every day. Um, new updates for social media happen like every week. Mm-hmm. Um, the ocean of social media becomes vaster and vaster and bigger and bigger every damn day. So at this point in the game, social media now sits here and hits on self-care and self-love. You understand what I'm saying? And looking at a lot of the memes over the years, you can see how we have sat here and wanted a relationship like that. You know, Mm -hmm. we want to be relationship goals. We Mm want to be friendship goals. Mm -hmm. We want to be this. We want to be that. 
And social media has really taken a whole, uh, uh, taken a negative turn for the worse, more so, um, because it's always had that negative connotation on there, but it's been a lot more negative than positive. So I do agree with that in saying you have to sit here and literally negate the negative because the negative on social media platforms is ridiculous. That and the fact that a lot of people and people won't admit this. Mm, Talk to them. A lot of people stunt for social media. Absolutely. So there are a lot of people who will put relationship goals, friendship goals, but in reality, it not had that shit together. They ain't got you know no friends. They ain't got no. Re- they want the goals. You they understand? Want the what goals. They they in a, they put relationship goals. They put they post their significant other, but really, they significant other and them are not doing well. Period. They not they not that close to their friends, but they want to just post on social media to stunt to get Period. those followers or whatever. So none of the people that you follow too. Just it goes back to that first statement about. Being around people that genuinely make you happy. Yep. Y'all don't have to push it on social media yes. when you're happy. Oh, God, yeah. Stop being... It's not, it's not a thing. It's not like... When, it's like thinking about when you having fun. When you having true fun, you don't even think about your phone. You feel me? I No. Absolutely So, like, not. for those people who got to post, they every move when they out at the club or where they, wherever they at because they got to show y'all they have fun versus people who don't have nothing because... They didn't forgot their damn phone at home because they having so much fun. Like that's important to recognize. That too. that's a good point. Honestly, like that's that's a that's a that's a bar. That's a couple bars. That's a whole sixteen. <laughs> like I'm saying, like that's for real because it's so many people out here. It's so many people that we know mm-hmm. that continuously do this. You know what I'm saying? That continuously post on social media when things hit the fan mm-hmm. and things like that. Listen, I learned because I started off early like that, and I had to learn. Like okay. Everybody don't need to know my business. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? And now I'm seeing it and I'm like, everybody don't need to know your business. Right? Everybody don't need to know your every move. Everybody don't need to know what's going on in your life. You feel me? Like every waking turn, like, oh my God, I woke up. Oh my God, I'm eating cereal. Right. Oh my God, I'm taking a poop. No, I don't care. Like, I don't give a fuck. You mm-hmm. understand what I'm saying? Like, it's, you gotta, you Social media can be negative, and even in using it, it can be a negative distraction. You understand what I'm saying? So understand that when you are in self care, social media can be a distraction. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? You have to put the phone down mm-hmm. to stop looking at pictures, stop double tapping, stop commenting, stop sitting here answering comments, stop answering DMs. You have to put the social media away because it affects our health now. It affects mm-hmm. our mental. People are dying because of social media comments. You understand what I'm saying? They killing themselves like as much as y'all don't want to talk about it it's a true thing and we have to be consciously aware like i said in my paper i wrote, I wrote a paper about this got an a on it too shout out shout um, out. that was the listen that was the paper i did on monday it was due monday at night <laughs> i had a whole two weeks to do it right now this is the life of a grass too yeah, you know you we know got so much going on. okay we got so much going on literally said boom started that boy at nine in the morning got done by four what got an <laughs> a on that bitch what's up so literally like i said in my paper social media literally puts a lot of feelings over facts we have literally gotten into our feelings over them we we've gotten into our facts and feelings spurt a lot more negativity social media has made a lot more money out out of negativity than positivity Mm -hmm. and honestly if you don't want the negative you can either unfollow it 
block it, report it, do whatever you want to do, but you don't got to see it no more. You can continue to have positive things on your page. You understand what I'm saying? Because it's your page. That's the freedom of social media. It's yours. You control who's on your timeline. You understand what I'm saying? You control it. Not anybody else, not the press, not the government, but you. You control who you want to follow. Who, and, that, and that can be 10 people. Mm-hmm. You can follow 10 people and everybody else follow you. You understand what I'm saying? You see how Beyonce be? She don't follow nobody, but everybody right, follow her. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Like Kim Kardashian follow like 10 people, probably her sisters. Mm-hmm. But that's it. Right? So you control what's on your narrative. I know for me, I'm about to unfollow a good amount of motherfuckers. For real, for real. You know what I'm saying? Like I, 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 because negativity has no place here. You understand what I'm saying? But as a journalist, as as my journalism, I have to make that negativity light. I have to bring that negativity light in a way because that's just my job. <laughs> like I'm just like that's just my job at the end of the day. Like I have to bring that negativity light because I don't like negative shit. So. Be mindful what we're saying in the comments. Stop being so damn conscious of what you're saying, knowing that it's going to sit here and make a scene, knowing that you really don't say this shit in real life, right. knowing it's that you know if somebody pulled up to your house, you won't be quivering like a chihuahua dog. Like, exactly. stop playing. Don't even play. You understand what I'm saying? Like, don't stop play. playing. Stop playing. Liter- literally stop playing. Um. So number three was drink hot tea. And she said it's very simple, but since it's hot, you're forced to sit in one spot and relax. I think that's really cool. I like that. I really, because, so, when I, I usually drink tea a lot when I'm sick, right? Same, yeah. And so, I never thought of it from that perspective of, I was sitting yeah, still, sitting you know still, what I'm saying, and when I was drinking chilling. it. Like, just chilling. Yep. And I'm a person that likes to move. I like to Same. like be around, be up out and about. Like, what's up? What y'all doing? I'll clean y'all in own shit. I'm about to move up to the Period. next shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? To be able to like relax. Like, even though I was sick, it was the time that I was able to sit back and relax. And, and relax. I didn't think about tea being a part Man, of it. Man, I drink. I think that's dope. I don't drink a lot of coffee. I drink a lot of tea. I drink a lot of tea. And um, I always try to drink tea every time I go into work. And literally just gives me that 15 minutes just to get myself together, you know, get get that 20 minutes to get myself together. And it's and it is a peaceful thing. It is. It is. Drinking drinking hot tea is a peaceful thing. Like a lot of us drink cold tea, which is cool. You know, we drink it so fast though, because it's so good. But drinking hot tea is so peaceful because literally, like she said, you're gonna have to sit there. And it forces you to sit there and just, you know, um just relax yourself. Take the time to meditate, pray. Do whatever you need to do. Just decompress your mind. Um, because what we don't understand is that sometimes our mind does need a decompression. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of us are very strong, strong-minded, mm-hmm. and just not in physical, but in mental. Mm-hmm. And we have to understand that not only when we work out our bodies, that we our bodies need rest, but when we work out our minds, our minds need rest as well. And uh, I definitely will say hot tea is a definitely good relaxer for that. So um, I, I'm here for that because I didn't even think about that until yeah. I read it. Like, damn, sit down. Drink cup. That's so true. It is. It is. It's so number four, write all negative thoughts down and burn them. Don't keep them to reread because you're remind uh, reminding yourself of those thoughts. I like that. Yeah. Definitely. Um, burn those motherfuckers. God damn Delete it. them out your phone. Too. Delete them out your phone. Like any type of thoughts that you. Here's the thing for me. I've been journaling since the 
since like 2015. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying like writing, writing prayers in my journal and we'll sit here and, uh, you know, write a prayer to God every month. You know, Mm -hmm. we will sit here and have a talk and I would tell him like, yo, you know, this is what's going on. This is how I'm feeling. And it would be negative. You know, it would be a lot of negative. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I was just like, okay, I can't, I can't keep that. So I closed that. Mm-hmm. Closed that. That book was, I still got that book. But I'm like, I closed that bitch. I was like, no, nah, I don't want that. So when I started my new, you know, you know, journal and everything, once my full, my, my second one got full, I was like, you know what? Why am I being so negative about myself? You know what I'm saying? Like, when you start to be negative on you, then you start to understand why everybody is negative around you, right? Mm-hmm. Because when you see positive people being having positivity around them, you're like, why can't I get that? Why can't I get that? Because you're not positive within yourself. Exactly. Exactly. It's really hard. <laughs> like, it's like um a rain cloud. Yeah, it just like, hang over your head and yeah. people know it too. They'll look at you like, you okay? Yeah. And you be like, yeah, Especially those people because a lot of people that are really negative, not all, but a lot of people that are really, really negative don't see any positivity. Not at all. So people could be po- trying to be positive to them and they're like picking out just the negative components of that. Well, yeah, my life is just ruined. Right. Whoa. Yeah, let me exactly. move away from you. <laughs> exactly. And it's not even trying to be like, let me move away from you, but we don't need that type of energy right, right. now. You know what I'm saying? And so I say that to say any type of going to her point, going to Erica's point about that, I just want people to understand, like, you know, writing down your negative thoughts and having or having journals and writing down what you, you know, what you want to pray about and everything is a big help. You mm-hmm. understand what I'm saying? Like journaling diaries everything like that men women seriously y'all get into it like poetry like any type of art form writing music like literally y'all get into it and listen your music don't even got to be that dope but Mm -hmm. as long as you putting out something long as you putting into something that is letting you express those feelings do that you understand what i'm saying and then let it go like she said burn them bitches burn Mm -hmm. them throw them away do whatever you gotta do but let those negative thoughts go. You feel me? Because those negative thoughts will continue to haunt you, continue to ride you into the day that you die, and until you face them, until you own them, until you take accountability for them, you will never know how to grow first. You will never know what true growth is for real. And that's true. So just know that you're strong. You're wise. This is for all my black, uh, my men and women, not just black men and women, but all my men and women, mm-hmm. period. You're strong. You're kings and queens. You understand what I'm saying? But you got to know that. And that's and that's what I think she was saying in here. You have to know mm-hmm. that you are a king. You got to know that you are a queen. I know that I'm a king. Brit know that she a queen. You understand what I'm saying? And it's not saying like, oh, we sitting here walking around with crowns. No, we just know our worth. Right. We know how what we can and cannot tolerate and we won't accept for less. You understand what I'm saying? We know. So you have to know. You have to even stay positive through the hard times. You understand what I'm saying? Even through those days where you like, man, I don't even want to get up. Man, right. man, like, I ain't even feeling myself today. Like, it'll be days where I'm like, I'm not feeling me. Like, I'm just, I look in the mirror, my gut hanging out. <laughs> I'm sitting there like, dog, what is yeah. happening? You know, you had those days where you just not loving on you. But like she said, and that goes into number five. The days you feel sad and want to stay in bed, push yourself to get up and do one thing, right? One thing, anything. 
And she listed examples like go get to, go to the nail shop, right? Go get your nails done. Go grab some food. Do some jogging. Wash your clothes. Wash your dishes. You understand what I'm saying? Go get your haircut. Shower. Go take a shower. Anything. Is that because all of one thing will spark a whole day? It will. It will. And and that is true. That is I will say that is definitely true. It's been days where I've felt down. And if I can't get myself out of bed, I know my friend's about to get myself out of bed. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? They about to be like, no, nah, fam, get up. Mm-hmm. To put some clothes on and get your ass up. All yeah. right. And then you just getting up like, I don't want to do this. But then when you go out, you're like, damn, I I'm really glad. did need I'm this. I appreciate I y'all, man. You know, because you need those. Some days it be like that. Like, fellas, we have periods. I don't know when they come, but we have them. Mm-hmm. We have male periods. And it be days where we just not like fucking with nobody yeah i know them days trust me like it just be days where i'm just like okay i just need to be by myself right you know what i'm saying, saying? it'd be like a one to two day period and then it's over yeah we don't listen we don't bleed out <laughs> okay we don't have no gushy gushy we don't see here and have a because listen, listen. y'all period man that's a whole different dilemma we ain't even gonna get into, we ain't that, gonna get into that but the fact that y'all just out like almost a pint of blood just off bands it's just ridiculous like i just be like every month that's that's like half my body every month of blood y'all like that's oh wow so (laughs) (laughs) so just like literally those days where you are feeling down and out those are the days where you gotta keep pushing Mm -hmm. trust me yes trust us like it's been days Days where I'm just like, I'm just sitting in this bed. I ain't gonna get up, smoke a blunt, not do nothing. Just, I don't even want to do nothing. And that's not to be confused with days where it's okay to not do nothing. Right. It's it's days where you're not feeling it. Yeah. When you know you have to be on top of it. Exactly. When you know know you got to be on top of it. Where you you know. You just don't feel like doing it. Period. That's not to be confused with days where you just relaxing. Oh, yeah. Because when I'm maxing and relaxing, it's it's real. It's a real thing. But literally, when I got stuff to do, it's days where I'm just like, dog, I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to do this. Like, I, I just don't feel like doing mm-hmm. this. But it's that. It's that push. Right? It's it, All you need is one. All you need is all one. You all you need is one. A little nut. little nut. Like, hit your ass. Go ahead. You got just it. A little, just, just a little push. Get, if, you, if you say, like, I don't want to get up out the bed, and you get up out the bed. Then do what you gotta do. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? And I really believe in these and in, in these in these five tips. Um, do you have any more tips for people? Because honestly, I'm just like I just want people to honestly learn to try to love themselves. You understand what I'm saying? Understanding themselves in so many of in life right now. Mm-hmm. You know, because I hear so many young people uh, who are like you know, six, who are like five, six years younger than us, who are, you know, continuing to sit here and say like, you know, my life is over, my life is ruined, it's not here, you know, I ain't got no life no more. And when I hear that shit, I'm like, nah, fam, don't say that. Right. You feel me? Don't say that. Even if I, even I hear older folks saying that shit, you know, don't say that. You know, I, I, I sit here and I see, I see mentors or people like Linda from the OMA who literally sit here, shout out to Miss Linda, who sit here and at the age of the big five zero got her bachelor's and everything like that doing it and doing the damn thing and she didn't get her bachelor's are at our age no she got her bachelor's 
when I was going to school, mm-hmm. when I started my program for uh my master, she was getting her bachelor's. She literally got her bachelor's the semester I started, um, or the semester before I started my grad program. So that's I literally will sit here and tell anybody. Because it's not just Ms. Linda, it's other people out here that don't go to Grand Valley that are literally sitting here changing the game, like literally sitting here doing it. Veterans, older folks, people with disabilities. Like, it's people out here that's fucking the game Mm -hmm. up. Do you hear me? And I don't want us to continue to look at ourselves and say, well, we can't do that. Yes, you can. Mm -hmm. It just got to do a little work. You just got to put some work in. And that's what we're afraid of. I think we're afraid of work. Right. We got to stop being afraid of work. I knew I was afraid of work. That's why I'm saying it. I'm not, and, and like I said, I, I'm not going to tell y'all nothing that I haven't been through. So it's like, I remember an undergrad. I finished with a two, three, fam. And they let me back in this bitch. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, they knew you was going to do great. Things. You feel me? Like, I'm sitting there like, things. Lord, you let me in this thing? Oh, my God, I'm scared. Like, I was like, oh, my God. like I, and, and I will tell you firsthand, like, that first that first year was hard as hell. Mm-hmm. That first year was hard. Yeah, exactly. Period. It was hard. Like, I had to readjust, get back into school and everything, questioning myself. Like, I'm this with people questioning it, like sitting there, like trying to pull. And look where we at. Yeah, you feel me. So to say to not sit here and say you can't put a mustard seed of faith into yourself because literally not every not everybody, not even everybody, everybody is not going to see what God has planned for you. Not even you. Mm-hmm. That's speak of Speak of today. Come on now. Because not everybody, not even you yourself is going to see what God has planned for you. You have to have that mustard seed of faith to sit here and keep going and pushing y'all. I want y'all to love y'all, man. I want y'all to, 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 to love y'all the way the people that genuinely love y'all love y'all. You understand what I'm saying? I want y'all to love y'all like that. You know, okay, I'm done. Go ahead, Bri. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Only thing I gotta add as a tip that I think is really important is to check in on your friends. Oh, yeah. I think that a Hallelujah. lot of times we have, we Hallelujah. have, you know, in our friendships, we have the strong friend, we have the funny friend, we have, you know, these different, we have the different friends, yeah, roles yep, that we kind of. Yep. Yeah. Um, you know the Un- unwritten, un- unwritten designated yeah. friend rule absolutely so yep, yep. you know i feel like doing mental health check-ins is very important for me yes and it doesn't you don't have to like text your friends like oh i'm doing a mental health check-in you could just hit them up and say what's up yeah you know what i'm saying not everybody is gonna not everyone needs to hit you up all the time you Period. know what i'm saying like sometimes it's good so one thing that i do is when i'm thinking about somebody i, I hit, hit them up, up. Mm, same like just in that moment like oh, i was just thinking about you or if i was thinking about a moment or a memory or something mm-hmm. i'm like oh remember when we did this that was funny like that. you yeah, know what same, i'm saying same. like that was funny 
And you know, you you never know how you can make someone's day with a memory exactly. or with just hitting or just them up. a text message, yeah, or a phone call. It don't matter because a lot of times what happens is a lot of people misconstrue the, and think that because people, you know, they're strong friends that always are like the mamas of the group or the fathers of the group. Me, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people may not check in on you because they think that you have it all together. Me, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, thinking about the fact that we all have a responsibility as friends to make sure that our other friends are good, it will be awesome to be able to check in on people, even if you think that they're doing good. It's, you don't have to wait until there's something bad that happens before you decide to check in on them. Facts. You know what I'm saying? I think that's very important, and it also helps you to maintain genuine friendships because you realize who, who cares about you or who don't. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Because I always say, like, literally, um, if you check in, if I check in, especially in the time that I'm in right now, if I'm checking in more than you're checking in on me. Exactly. Exactly. We're going to have to cut that down. You understand what I'm saying? And a lot of people aren't going to understand that type of friendship. Like, a lot of people just need friends to just pour into them and pour into them and pour into them, but that's not friendship. That's, that's just not. that's just needy, and it that's just you being very, needy. Very and you need to be starting to be independent. Exactly. But and and that comes with life, and that comes with understanding. Yes. So um, that's why I give people room to grow. That's why I give people room to sit here and just be like. I'm pushing you away not to sit here and say we can't be friends, but to sit here and say God needs to work on you for a minute. And I'm okay. understanding, and, and and everybody's not going to understand that, and that's fine. I've I've come to the realization that that's okay. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm good with with people coming out of my life for that reason. You understand what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Um, but to your point, literally check up on your check up on your friends. It is it is apparent that we check up on our friends from time to time, whether that's sitting here under Facebook status, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, text message we have so many platforms of communication now that there should not be a reason why you are not checking up on your friends you understand what i'm saying like you shouldn't be saying oh you didn't text me did you instagram me did you snapchat me Mm -hmm. did you facebook me because obviously you obviously don't care well i wasn't no i don't want to hear that exactly sorry because it's just like it's a two-way street i hate the hey stranger i haven't seen you in a while Cause I'll rebutter your ass back. Like, have you texted my phone? Right, exactly. The ones that, Don't oh, you do ain't it. Call me. But, oh, you, but the phone works. But your ways. phone works too. Stop that. Stop that. Because if you really want friendship, if you really want companionship, and if you really want to make it better, then text them and stop sitting here being in your trying to be in your bag and sitting here being stubborn and sitting here being like, oh, I don't want to text first and shit like that. Man, that's your friend, fam. Right. That's your friend. If you're thinking about them, text them right then and there. Say, hey, I was thinking about you. Like Britt said, you don't know how a text message or a post or a DM, any anything, could make somebody's day. You understand what I'm saying? Could literally make somebody's day. So on that note. I thank Brittany for coming to the show. Thank you for having me. I, I appreciate it. Thank time. you so much for coming through. Uh, make sure y'all, did you want to shout out your Instagram or anything? Did you want yeah. people to follow you on anything? Y'all can follow me on Instagram. Um, my Instagram name is no one like B. So it's underscore N-O-O-N-E-L-I-K-B underscore. 
And my Facebook is Brittany U. And my Twitter is also underscore no one like the underscore. So follow me if you can. You can hit me up. Let me know what's going on. But thank you so much, Ty, for um, having me on the show. I appreciate you. Oh, no problem. I appreciate you for coming on. I told you, man. We got some some strong women coming on the show. Um, So I appreciate, like I said, um, Britt for coming on the show. Make sure you guys follow her on Instagram. Make sure you follow us on all social media. Make sure you like, share, repost, tag, like, whatever. You know, subscribe, everything like that. Uh, like I said, I appreciate everybody for listening. Uh, we will have next week our last strong woman of the month to come on, Miss Ariana Jordan. I'll be phoning her in next week. I'm very, very excited for this um, this uh, podcast next week because we've been we've known each other since like 2012 in college, and That's she's funny. a um, she's a cancer survivor. Oh wow! So That's it's awesome. it's amazing. It Shout is, out to her. Man, it's it's so amazing how she's in her bag right now mm-hmm. and just, just exuberating so much black girl strength and black girl magic, and I love it. So I asked her if she wanted to come on the show uh, next week, and she agreed. Awesome. And um, so I'm very excited to have that. I'm very excited. So um, she will be coming on, actually, I'm sorry, not next week. She'll be coming on the week of the 30, the, the last show on the 31st of March. So she'll be coming on on there, um, looking for another woman to come on for the 24th. So there we go. But that's fine too. Um, like I said, follow us, subscribe, like, tag, whatever. Um, and yeah, we'll be back next week, man. I love you guys and peace out. Peace. Love, love, love. <laughs>